There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and spiritual guide to the other side. Mike, uh, today I am joined by the spiritual love child of Kamina and Yoko, JW. Jay, thank you for joining us. I wear exactly the same amount of clothing. Uh, and we are joined by a man who fingers ghosts with his translucent hand, most likely without their consent. Ethan, thank you for joining you just us. Had Ethan. to add that in, didn't you? Whoopi, Whoopi Girl, uh, Goldberg is my uh, medium of choice. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, a, a big a big Ooh. pop culture reference. All the zoomers oh are gosh. sure to get. Yeah, really, ghosts. really pulling out the the relevant pop culture memes from fucking thirty years ago. Patrick Swayze's fucking dead, and so is your reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, but Whoopi Goldberg's anyway. still alive. Yes, yeah, wait, yeah, she's alive. on the viewer. Yeah, she's on the viewer. Yeah, she's going strong. Good well, I don't, I don't know about that, but she is on the. And viewer. so is her pancreas. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> don't, what? Don't don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today. Ethan will be defending Back Ethan's. Arrow. He'll be going up against JW, who will be defending Other Side Picnic. As always, I hope you brought your A game. Before we begin, guys, how'd you like this week? How this you feeling? Week. With this, if this is the low point, we're at a high. Yeah, I yeah. These, were, well. these were two things that did not make me want to die because they were so bad. Uh, they weren't exactly pinnacles of crappy anime showdown, but they were far from awful. No, not yeah. off at all. These are these yeah. are great. These deserve to exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> no. These were made for the pod. One they, way they or another. Like, they weren't the pinnacle, like Jay said, but they, they're they're made for the pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I we agree. need to just have a new canon that just like anime makers are just purposely you know writing anime for us to review. I, I, that's I think that has to be the only explanation no, for no, the dog no, shit fine. we we'll, watch. We'll make a chart. We'll make a little graph. It says number of animes that deserve to be on the pod over time. And each season, Ooh. more of them deserve to be there. And then right. we won't think about the fact that we pick them and it doesn't make any <laughs> yeah, sense. We, let's ignore the that, selection bias. I don't like it. Yeah, no. We, 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 just, we just tell we people we have a graph. Selection bias. Yeah, we have a graph. It's true now. So there you go. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, all right. Oh, Yeah, I definitely had had quote unquote fun with both, but uh, one of them, as I was talking to Jane, we'll get into it later. One of them was definitely more quotable and funnier after the fact, kind of like, uh, like, you know, like a, like a Jim Carrey movie or something of that, or like Austin Powers. So it's really fun to quote afterwards Anchorman. while you're watching. You're like, meh, eh, whatever. But yeah. you know, afterwards I, you're like, that was pretty gosh darn funny. This, this so. is going to be an instance in which I don't, when I watched these two, I just, like, nothing came across my face. Uh, unlike with Sorcerer's Stab or Orphan, where I was legitimately laughing while watching it, uh, none of these made me laugh. But, you know, you really find out how much you liked something by how fucking quotable it is and how you can misconstrue the things that happened in it to be funny. And 
Yeah, like Mike said, I know which one I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Well, we will we will start. I think we started with Ethan last week, uh, yeah. so we're gonna start with you, Jay. This week, give us a synopsis. Yeah, we'll one, start two, with three, the three, and let's just talk about it. Ooh, ooh synopsis, right? <laughs> other side, other side picnic, Jay. Right. What do you yeah. got? Uh, this is where you like. Uh, it's where you uh-huh. take the plot and you boil it down like a little bit, you know, and then you just tell uh-huh. us about you know. Literally hey, you know, it's his, it's his first time doing this. Let's okay. cut yeah, it. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah. Um, right. Uh, so, uh, other side caller. picnic is about. Oh Jesus! A, um, oh God! A, I think he went to the other side. <laughs> no, no, it, it's about a little schoolgirl uh, who is not notable in any way. Um, mm-hmm. I, actually, it's funny. Uh, I was watching a YouTube video today about B stars, and don't worry, I'll, I'll get there. Uh, and they were. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back to that. They were talking anything, anything but synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) They they were talking about how Haru, the bunny in uh, Mm -hmm. Beastars, is very plain looking. And, you know, like she's not drawn to be super sexy. And they were talking about how this is one of the ways that Haru works a lot better as a character. Because uh, for those of you who need to be educated, Beastars is basically... uh, I'll say a female-oriented romance novel. I actually still haven't watched all of it. I've seen like two or three episodes, and it, I remember thinking this isn't bad. But, like, I mean, like I'm not gonna say like it's only for women, but like specifically yeah, yeah, when it. it comes to Haru, she is very much like the female protagonist of a female-oriented romance novel. Specifically okay. in the fact that she's very plain, and she is—I don't want to say undeserving, but she's not the hottest person around. And yet there are characters who are constantly obsessing over her. And that's kind of one of those ways in which you, as a reader, might project into that character to be like, well, I'm very plain, but I want all these people to obsess over me. Anyway, point of this is that the main character of Other Side Picnic is a lot like a Haru. She has no real characteristics to her at all. Other than she's very plain and normal looking, which is like a breath of fresh air in anime. Yeah, I actually like she, her tits okay aren't falling out of her pants. She just wears she just wears glasses and Wait, she has on. like a, a tight ponytail that's Wait not did, sexy. Did you say did you say tits falling out of her pants? Yeah. You know how when All your right. tits are They're so long big. you can put them in your front pockets? I, I think you might have been watching too much like cow hentai recently. Maybe, no, maybe. No, no, that's maybe. That's mostly how women are these days. Oh, but th- sorry, I will I, I've remind been out of you. Touch. I'm not in the dating pool. Yeah. Uh Shield or <laughs> Shield Hero. <laughs> Redo of Hero is mainstream, so I can just talk about all the fetish porn I, I watch now. That's 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 correct, yes. Uh, that's, that's how that works. Oh so my anyway, god. I was on Reddit, like on uh, on r slash anime today, I literally Why? saw a thread that was like, "What? Why? Why would you do that to yourself?" I mean, because it's f- like really funny to me. So anyway, I saw someone that unironically posted, "Hey guys, I think, I think redo is like just a porn anime." I saw it on like, what is it? It's like, it's like N hentai. I I don't know the website. I don't watch hentai, but um. Like, there's some website that will just host specifically hentai, like video hentai. And it just hosted Redo of Healer. Just straight up. No changes at all. And someone was like, wait, hold on. This is, like, really anime? Like, I thought it was just literally a hentai. And I I think that those five people on the thread that were finally aware of the fact that maybe most of anime is actually just about, like, kink. 
but you put it in the modern setting and pretend that it's like actually something to be respected. Yeah. It was a real awakening. Yeah. I I, I can feel the boners from here. Mhm. Uh what was I talking about? Uh, oh, not uh, the synopsis of other side picnic. That's I'll damn that. damn right. So the main <laughs> character is very plain and she doesn't have a lot of characteristics and she's rather frumpy. I I like that word frumpy. Because it reminds me of uh, uh, what uh, Barb from Stranger Things, who died because she was frumpy. Because in in 80 movies, people who are unattractive die first. (laughs) Anyway, so it's it's very important because this is a horror anime and, you know, horror tropes are there. I'm constantly in fear for the main character's life because of how fucking frumpy she is her her <laughs> co-star is fairly conventionally attractive and that is a big red flag mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah very true so uh the story basically starts out with uh i believe it actually just starts out with our main character who we don't even know the name of lying on her back in a pool of water in the yeah. other side Correct. i'm gonna call it the other side because that is a way better way of referring to it also, it will prevent us from being DMCA'd by Stranger Things if I call it the upside down. Ah, yes. Okay, they also call right. it the other side, so. I, it yeah, is what they, call they, it. they don't call it for a little bit, and then they have a really, really stupid discussion about where they decide what to call it, and it's, yeah, it's, true. it's really hilarious. Uh, but at least at that time when she's lying there, she doesn't even know what to call it. Also, yeah. no explanation of how she got there, but. Whatever. We might find out later. Also, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they really don't cover that in the first three episodes. No, I'm going to assume that it's going to be something that comes up later. But yeah, I uh, I think they're setting it up. Yeah. So she's lying on her in her on her back in a pool of water and she's looking up at the sky and she's basically asking uh, God to kill her, more or less. Yeah. Uh, Maybe she doesn't ask him specifically or she just says, I wish I would die. Uh, And she says that because there's a super scary monster that's coming to kill her. And I guess she tripped and fell. And like a 50s movie heroine, she just is incapable of getting up or defending herself in any way. So she's just going to lie there and die. Yeah, I mean, she's purposely trying to die. Like, I think she's committing suicide. Like, she's committing suicide by monster. That's possible. I that has that suggests that she went there on purpose, which I don't think is the case. But I, I think so. I mean, it was a pretty, to be honest, it was like a pretty grim opening where she was like, "No one's yeah. going to notice. I'm gone." Blah blah blah. Well, and I don't I mean, think that was a no. She she definitely yeah. gone there on purpose because of how she was saying that she refers to it as that side and the human realm as this side. Yeah, so yeah. I think you can safely assume she had been there a few times and maybe, wanted to maybe. be there alone or dead. Yeah. Uh, either way, she's she wants to die. Uh, either because she feels helpless or because she wanted it the whole time. And the spooky monster is kind of like a... It's it's a kind of fun-looking monster. It's made out of, like, static. It's got a little eye. It's vaguely humanoid in shape. It's a, it's a decent monster design. It's kind and of like an elemental. Yeah, you, you get the tip, though they don't tell you right away, that when she looks at the monster, because you get a couple of shots of it, uh, her vision goes all blurry and she feels funny. Um, which is supposed to be her going crazy. You find out later that that's the monster's deal. It doesn't actually do anything to you. All it does is walk up to you and, I, I don't know, try to high-five. Uh, but if you stare at it for too long, you go insane. Well, it, it's got this, actually. It's got, like, a sub-feature where, um, you know that paradox where if you, like, go halfway to something and then you go halfway again, you never actually, like, make it because you keep going halfway, halfway? I think yeah. it does that because um, <laughs> it, there are It's constantly moving, but it's time. never getting any closer. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's like uh, yeah. it'll cover like a lot of space very quickly, and then they need to have like uh, you know a three month monologue while it's like approaching them. And the only reason that they are not being overtaken by this thing, I, I have to assume, is that it physically can't reach them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it there's a there's be. a spatial paradox in between them. They don't realize that. No, but, you know, honestly, if it's well documented in movie monsters that a lot of them have this problem. Of never making it to the They just can't make it anywhere. You you keep showing shots of them trugging along, and they just just never get anywhere. It's It's like that scene from um, from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where the guy's running to the castle and just keeps shooting him, (laughs) and he's constantly farther away, running the same distance. It's It's that. (laughs) I love that. And then suddenly he's there. Aha! <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like that. Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> off the bat, that's our introduction, and then I believe at this exact moment, a piece of a rock goes through the head of the monster, and it just explodes and dies. It's a piece of rock salt. Yeah, we don't know that necessarily yet. And honestly, why are you buying rock salt the size of your fist? No, no, no. She, she says she found well, a no, piece of salt. And yeah, no. It. So, so the opening happened basically is she she meets the girl. You meet the girl. Yeah. And she goes, "Don't look through there. There's a monster that'll make you go crazy." And the other girl looks through there and goes, "Oh my god, I started to go crazy." Ah, my and head. then finds a piece <laughs> of, finds a piece of rock salt on the ground and throws it at the monster and it dies. And yeah. that's that's what we get in the first yeah. five minutes. Yes. So that's that's it. Uh, so uh, the monster dies. The girl who saved main character is uh, a blonde, tall, big boobed, medium sized ass. Uh, what are you doing? You don't need to don't... help out the enemy. Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I, I, I can't help it. She's not frumpy. It's like it's like a character <laughs> yeah, trait at thing. this point. And it's the only thing I can describe because I don't. What's her personality? Um, I mean, she's kind of like supposed to be the one that's like adventurous, but you don't really understand why she's adventurous. Well, you do, and, but it's not until the second and third episode. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, sure. so we can play the red letter media game here, which is you have to describe yeah, her yeah, character. Yeah, describe somebody without naming their job. I mean, yeah. she is the adventurous one of the two, and she's definitely the braver and the more well equipped one. Brave is definitely the one I'll give you. But anyway, so they they meet. Um, I don't remember their names, and I'm not going to. Ooh, I do. Okay. Oh, I do too. Thanks. Fine. Anyway, Ethan, so they they ahead. leave the upside down. Um, and no, the other side. You no, can't wait. Call we, it that. we explicitly said we weren't <laughs> going to do and that. And they leave. This is the only thing we said we weren't going to do. And they leave the shadow realm, and they don't really show you <laughs> better. How. Literally better. Uh, Listen, I don't... if they if they come after us, like if Yu Gi Oh comes after us, that's a badge us, of like, honor. Yeah, that's a badge I'm of honor, fine with sir. that. They can have my heart. Shit. Dude, I'm trying to make a poll right now. What's the Dragon Ball Z one that they sent Garlic Jr. to? Oh, Jesus. That, that's a fucking hell. poll right there. <laughs> I don't even there, remember what it's called, though. Yeah, Ethan, look it up. Look it up and just yell it in <laughs> okay, four minutes. You said Dragon Ball Z what? Dragon Ball Z Garlic Jr. They send him somewhere. Where do they <laughs> okay, send I'll, Garlic I'll Jr.? I'll look it up. <laughs> At least right, I get think on, it's Just keep Jr. going. I'll look it up. <laughs> Or it might be Garlic Senior. I don't know. The Dead Zone. There it is. is it actually? Oh, yeah. Zone. I just found yeah, it, too. the Dead Zone. <laughs> <laughs> they leave the Dead Zone, and they don't show you how. Um, I, I think we talked about it when the anime was getting picked, uh, but it's very uh, disjointed narratively. There's not a good sense of time progression. It's supposed to make you feel yeah. uncomfortable. So, like, a lot of th- which, times which... They'll, they'll cut from a scene to they're in the regular world, and you have no idea how they got there. And then same thing yep. the other way around. They'll, they'll be in the regular world, and suddenly they're in the upside down, and you don't know why. 
but so like it's that kind of a almost dreamlike state. Uh, I believe yeah, if that's what they're shooting for. They do a good job of that. So. Yeah, no, it, it's good. It's good. It's actually it's well directed in that way. It it helps it helps emphasize the the strangeness of the world, and I think part of the point of the anime, you know, theme thematically, is that uh, these two girls never felt like they belonged in the real world anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Especially the first one. And especially the second one kind of yeah. Especially yeah. Suicide Girl. So obviously the idea is that because they show both worlds as like kind of strange and mysterious, it gives you the feeling that the characters have, which is that they don't belong anywhere. Cool. Well done. Um, I believe synopsis wise, they come back from the other side. They introduce uh, suicide. Frumpy one says like, what the hell was that? I'm never going back there again. Cutesy one says, yeah, but like, I have to find my friend. I don't think she even says it here. I don't know. But like, just for the sake of trying to tell a story, I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, Brave girl, as she says, either then or later or sooner, I don't remember, uh, says that she's looking for her friend who disappeared into the dead zone at some point in the past that is not directly stated. Uh, she says she's going into the dead zone specifically to find her. However, it's pretty obvious that's not really why, because every time she goes in, she never once really does anything that would make you, that would suggest that she's looking for her. And she, the next couple of times they go back in, they go back in with the express purpose of killing more of those, uh, fuzzy monsters, uh, the static boys and making money the off of waggles. yeah they, I hate that they call it that I love that they call it that <laughs> that's a, it's a dumb name yeah they call it's it a so they dumb. decide to call it a wiggle waggle and I really don't appreciate it <laughs> I think it sounds funny but I think it's a terrible name so we I'm have the, the it's so weird yeah we have the wiggle waggle you know uh, <laughs> association do not appreciate the way our great people are being portrayed. They are a strong and sanity-reducing people, and they will not the be referred to. How do you mean a piece in... of rock salt beat us? You yeah, what the fuck? That's bullshit. We would never go down to something so trivial, especially given how small it was. It needs to be at least twice as big. Yeah, I, I, I need a more dense piece of rock salt to hit me in the head yeah. to drop me. A hefty three to five pound piece of rock is what it takes. All right, at minimum. So, uh, yeah, that. Look, it's it's going to be really hard to do a synopsis because, as I said before, the the story intentionally jumps around to be confusing. Yeah, um, so just, but just give the important major points. yeah it's the fine. important bit is that they go back in to with the express purpose of killing more of the wiggle waggles because they yeah. want the weird prism boxes that they yeah. drop they when make, they, they die. They, they are they they are boxes that reflect everything but people, and or, they're or at least cubes. them. Yeah, I don't. Well, so, yeah, but when they hand it oh, off, yeah, when they yeah, hand yeah. it off to that one girl, it doesn't show her either. So I'm just assuming people so far. All right, yeah, that makes sense. So that's we we all kind of get in, dropped on that pretty quickly and in a disjointed order. Uh, they enter the upside down, and this is an important detail by going into a random um, like storefront. Um, I I only know this because I play like yakuza games, but in Japan, especially in like more urban environments. You will, uh, you will go into a kind of entryway for a whole building that has multiple businesses in it, and you'll hit the elevator button that corresponds to a specific business. That doesn't happen a lot in America because we have 
a hell of a lot more space to work with. So generally every business has its own building. But if you want to imagine that you would like go into a, a building, it's pretty normal to go to the elevator and then, but then for, for you to have access to an elevator and no other storefronts or main building type things there. You know, the elevator is the only way into be, the building and the only way into like, these businesses. And it's probably like other skyscrapers, but out here in Pittsburgh, there's a thing called the Steel Tower. And a lot of the floors are designated like corporate offices where the entire floor is just one office, basically. Right, right, sort right. of like that, but an actual business instead of a corporate office. Yeah. That's how yeah, I think Exactly like that. And the buildings aren't usually that big. They're only like yeah, three, exactly. four stories. They're not super tall. They're like, you know, maybe 10 stories or so something. So in this case, they go to some random, what looks to be abandoned storefront. It might be yeah. in use. It might just be that they do the spooky shit and then it just works. But they go into the yeah, elevator. They yeah, they don't explain that for sure. Yeah, yeah. they don't. And, and they hit a secret combination of buttons um, <laughs> that every time they hit it, it gets spookier and spookier. Uh, this is one of the wonderful comedy bits of the show in which uh, they they'll hit a button and it'll it'll show like it'll do like a dramatic zoom in of the number up at the top of the elevator going up. The doors will open and just some weird ass spooky shit yeah. will charge them. And the only recourse they have for this is to hit the closed door button before it gets there. And despite yeah. the fact that this doesn't sound like any kind of defense, the monsters <laughs> never reach the door. No, I'm telling you, these monsters, they've got like a halfway principle. I don't think they can ever make it. Yeah, it's, it's like a ride at fucking Universal Studios. Oh, they, yeah, it's Tower of Terror. You're yeah. riding Tower of Terror is what you're doing. <laughs> Every time they open the door, there's some spooky shit, like a lady with really long hair, and she looks like she's kind of wet. Spooky. Or a, a person who is on fire, or just straight up a ghost. And it just bum rushes them and screams. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then the door shuts and it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then she just hits the next button in the combination. Yeah, they gotta I, I get... like the one time where she forgets. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to like close the door fast enough. And you're like, now, hold on. That's like the only thing you have to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's I... <laughs> one of my favorite bits. So that there's one, there's a lady who, with a knife that comes at them from the elevator. And one time, uh, oh, yeah, the first time she does it, the door shuts. She goes... They always come at you at five. Don't let them in. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you needed to tell me. <laughs> it also wasn't the only thing that tried to get them. No, no but no. it was like specifically but that for one some was reason, like trying five harder is the than the rest, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Or the knife was the most threatening. Maybe the other ones are just, you know, visual. Yeah, she's like, now that one right there, that one's a Jehoso. Uh, damn it, Jehovah. God damn it. Jehovah's Witness. You know what I mean. I can't talk I just, today. It was so great because this thing starts running at them and she closes the door and goes, yeah, it always tries to get on on five. Don't let it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you Don't do this do every that. day? Yeah, we have a working relationship. It tries to kill me. I close the door. I continue on. That's she, like she talks thing. about this murderous ghost like it's her cat that tries to get out whenever you open the door. Yeah. Like, ah, just, just, just don't let him out. <laughs> don't don't do it. Shut the door real quick. I I mean for the record as as hilarious as it is, it's like it's it would be good dialogue if they did it on purpose, I think, because like that's if you do something every day, even if it's fucking terrifying, eventually it kind of loses the terror because you're like, "Oh, I do this every single day." Like, yeah, I could die, but like I haven't yet. I know how to avoid dying. So like it's probably going to be fine and we'll laugh about it. I Especially guess. You take but, the but edge like, off. The incongruency really comes in where they Later on, I think it was in episode three, they go back in the elevator. They're doing their same little song and dance. They open up five, and there's no lady. 
And yep. rather than very quickly hitting the door close, uh, Blondie just like <laughs> looks around like, what what the hell's going on? Where's, where's Knife Lady? <laughs> and then, so Knife Lady, Knife Lady's head sticks out from the top of the elevator door with the knife. And she's like, ah, I got you now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I love meanwhile, how the managed to actually get away from that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. And then meanwhile, one of my favorite bits of the whole thing in order to deal with the situation, Blondie fucking whips out her pistol and just squeezes off a couple of shots at the ghost in the assumption that this was the solution to the problem. The best part is, is they, they immediately cut like they 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 show the they they let you listen to the gunshots and then they cut away yeah, they to them cut, just they, being in they the cut upside down black out. and you see the gunshots go off and then they fall out of the door at the top floor yeah like and they it's just like, they just hard cut well i guess it worked <laughs> yeah they don't even try to explain it and i love oh, well it. no they were like <laughs> the best part is the conversation the top jay's right the frumpy girl looks over and she's like why why did you <laughs> why did you do that and she's like the knife lady wasn't where i expected her to be so i dropped my guard and the yeah. lady goes so you tried shooting her well yeah it's like well did you hit her no i don't think so it's like great well at least you're not a murderer that's good I was yeah like, what is murderer? what is happening murderer <laughs> And they're Bitch, like, well, I ghost. think she was a spirit. Like, I don't know if I could have murdered a spirit. And you're like, hold uh, on, you think? Like, <laughs> I... But also, what I, what I think sets that joke up, and I don't even know if it's supposed to be a joke, but if it is, well done. And if it isn't, it's still funny. Is that in the second episode, they go in the elevator, and they don't show anything. They just go up the elevator. So, like, like everything's normal. Like, they don't, they don't do it every episode. Like, they get in the elevator, they go to each floor, it shows, like, a couple of, like, flashes of, like, monsters, but whatever. It wasn't that big of a deal. So it's like, oh, okay, they're not going to do this joke every time. And then the next time they do it, they make it seem at every floor like nothing's there. And the knife lady comes from the top. And it was just so well executed. Yeah, it, it, if that's not a joke, I don't know what is. That shit was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Because like the way she pops her head out, too, is just like, huh, Jesus Christ, that why was, are you there? That, like, probably one of the only two jokes, I think, that made me laugh out loud while I watched it was that one. Because it was just a perfectly timed joke. God, it was. I don't great. think it's a joke on purpose, but I don't think it, it might either. as well be because it's fucking hilarious. I yeah. the one that got me was uh, episode one, and I don't think this is supposed to be a joke, but episode one, um, uh, frumpy one, of. frumpy one looks through like a uh, like a keyhole and like sees that there's like some weird blue. It's the blue screen of death. Is yeah, what Jay basically, and I called yeah. it. So there's like some obviously like some spirit of monster outside the door, but she's like, yeah, it's weird. Like everything outside is blue. And um, Blondie is like, get out of the way, and pulls out this Makarov and is like up against the door <laughs> looking out. And in Japan, it's like there are very, very strict gun laws. Like, it's from what I understand, pretty hard to find a gun. So, like, Frumpy One reacts as, like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? Like, where did you get that from? And Blondie just simply says, relax, it's only a Makarov. Yeah, that <laughs> I was the other one that, that made me laugh out loud. On me. That was the, the other joke was, oh, don't worry, it's just a Makarov. I'm sorry, what did you think I was upset at here? Yeah. Did you think it was the make and model of your gun? Yeah, yeah like, oh, thank God, it's, it's not a 45, I, you I thought it was a Beretta. I thought you were gumming Italian on Jesus. me. And I was about to get real upset. But if it's an Akrama, block, you know. <laughs> what is yeah, it? World War thug? Two? Update your shit. Get the latest Cold War gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, love was, it. 
That was the other joke that made me laugh out loud. And I, it was not meant to be a joke, but it was just perfectly timed. Like, yeah. That one you can tell wasn't meant to be a joke. She was supposed to diffuse the situation with that sentence, but that was not a diffusing sentence. No. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing, too, is even, like, in America, like, if some dude just, like, pushed me out of the way of a door and then pulled out a pistol I didn't know he had, I'd probably be a little shocked for a moment. <laughs> and then if they turned around, they were like... Fuck off, it's a Glock. I'd be like, that didn't change anything. Yeah. What? Don't it's worry. It's just the Smith & Wesson. Jeez. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, my God. Oh. Just we a Walter PPK, Smith and Wesson right? in this house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you that, just throw them uh, out because she's wielding, like, a Russian piece instead of like, an Italian get or out. anything else. Get out like, of my house. Oh, my Soviet. House. <laughs> Gotta get this fucking communist out of here. Ew. So uh, uh, we'll go into episode two. Episode two's primary thing is they go into uh, the Upside Down, and they're specifically trying to hunt for one of the Wiggle Waggles, one of the Wiggles. Um, And they find them pretty quickly. Uh, Blondie brought with her an entire backpack full of rock salt, you know, as a weapon. Uh, because they, that's just how they assume those things die. They well, no, that find... was in the, the rock salt was in the first episode. Was the it? Beginning of the first Dude, one. It's so yeah, hard that's to what, keep track. That's when they, yeah, they, they, yeah. So it's really weird. So at the end of the first is when they go back to hunt the wiggle waggle to get the okay, thing. Okay, and that's when they learn how to defeat them. And you can uh, go into yeah. that because yeah. that's sort of important. That's yeah, a big well, it's the next plot point. I just forgot yeah. that it was in episode one. Yeah, so, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah end of episode one. They they go back in to fight the wag the wiggles. And uh, they bring the rock salt. They find one, and they throw a rock at it, and it just goes right through it, and nothing happens. So right off the bat, they're like, oh, shit, the rock salt's not working. We no longer have any idea how to fight these things. Everything went horribly wrong. Yeah, that wasn't it. Uh, Frumpy one starts getting into her own head again, and she starts trying to figure out what to do. At the exact same time she's trying to figure out what to do, I I don't know if I'm remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty sure the voice of the monster comes into her head yes. and oh, starts yeah, trying no, to convince yep. her to think about yep. it. Yep. Yeah, to literally think about it. Go on. Yeah, think yeah. about it. How, do, no, how will just you think me? about it? Yeah. Yeah. What what are you going to do? Oh, boy. You, you know, you should get another look just to just to make sure. Cuz she was like having a traumatic she was having a, like a traumatic flashback and he was trying to force her to think about that. Like, for some odd reason, she was like, "There, my mom was in the room, it was the right time, people in white coats, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, yeah, keep thinking about it. No, go on, yeah, keep thinking about it. Uh, he's trying to get her to kill herself, I guess. I'd, I guess. I'd, I'd, I like guess. To, I'd like to imagine that, like, he's just thinking. Wherever he is in the world, he's just thinking that really hard in his head and doesn't realize that she can hear it. So whenever, <laughs> like, she would talk back to him, he'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ, holy shit. We can talk. Right. The He's solution just like, is to stare at him. Whoa, lady, Jesus! You can't just get out of my mind. Don't look <laughs> I don't at like me. This when you're I in hate my that. Mind. It's very gross. Did you even wipe your feet? Ew! <laughs> ew! Gross. I hope you didn't bring any rock salt. I hate that shit. Ah, oh, God, I hate that. You know, I hate uh, it. You know, Jerry went missing, and I found a piece of rock salt near, like near where he was, and that's that's just weird. And I, I, I you know, I I haven't liked it since. Every time it snows, it's like a fucking apocalypse out here. The salt <laughs> trucks, they come by and they slaughter millions. I love how um, 
it like the the ultimate weapon that they have is to like stare them down until like they become vulnerable, which yeah. is a weird. That's like it's weird that the thing that you use to murder someone is also your greatest weakness. So like that coupled with just plain old fashioned rock salt or any slightly fast moving object will just kill you. Yeah, eyesight so, plus a fast moving object. I I think at the end of the day that it's it's okay. So in case it's not clear, this show is all about urban legends. Um, yeah, yes. another one. So it's the monsters are never going to make any sense because they're they're written by people who sit at their computers all day. You know, like it's it's not. Yeah, it, they they're never very well fleshed out. It's like SCPs. The, you well, think yeah, about it, they, it, it sounds cool on its face, and then you think about it for five seconds, like, oh, well, that's okay, I guess. Yeah, maybe and that they're one just sort of based on, like, the internet rumors and stuff, so it's just, it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I agree. No, yeah, yeah. Scary Copypasta is exactly what it's like. They're, they're just, yeah. they're, they're premise, they're, they're monsters that are written to be scary, and that's part of the thing that makes them so weird when you try to show them visually, is that you have to kind of invent something that you're not supposed to be able to comprehend, but you have to show it. You know what I mean? Like, this monster makes way more sense as an eldritch being that you can never get a good look at. Yes. So yeah, like, I agree. But, but it's an anime. you got to show it. So now we, as the audience, get a good look at it, and a lot of its scariness goes away. That scariness stays when it's in written form because you, you get to imagine what it looks like or yeah, right. imagine what it's like to not be able to see it. You know, typical Lovecraft stuff. But, uh, yeah, so the Frumpy One is getting convinced to try to kill herself by the monster. Uh, she's kind of fighting back, and then she thinks back to what could be going wrong and what happened last time. And then she basically realizes that somebody has to be looking at it in order for it to be real, quote, unquote. And then in that moment, you can hit it with something and kill it. Yeah, so, it's, it's uh, we got yeah. like a real Mario. Actually, it's like a double Mario ghost problem where like you know how when Mario doesn't look at it, it moves. Yeah. Well, even when she's looking at it, it moves. But apparently, when you're looking at it, it becomes still vulnerable. Right, right. So a very obvious one-two relationship. It's it is what it is. So basically, uh, she does that. She turns and looks at it, uh, and immediately when she does that, some little blue anemones start growing out from around her eyes. Just Pretty kind cool of a effect. cool effect. Yeah, it's a cool I effect. I liked it. Um, and they they actually saw someone like uh, 10 minutes earlier who had their eyes completely like busted out by those little blue anemones. Uh, so the like assumption is... Vibes. Yeah, a little bit. So the idea is that if you look at it long enough, that's what happens to your brain. It just like poops out the front of your eyeballs in blue. Uh, so when it starts happening, you're like, oh shit, she's dying. Uh, Blondie pulls out her thang and goes to town, full mag dumps into the wiggle waggle. And because Frumpy One was looking at it, it dies. And it drops another prism stone block. Yeah, they don't name those, so it's kind no, of No, they don't. Um, this is when they go back to the regular world. They come back into a random kind of apartment-looking place, which is weird. Uh, and this is another really funny bit I think is fun to talk about. They're, they're sitting in the apartment. I say it's an apartment because there's a front door and there's a peephole, which is pretty common for like an apartment door where you're supposed to be able to peep out into the hallway. Yeah. And a uh, frumpy one goes up to the peephole to look back just, I guess for fun. And she goes, Oh shit, it's all blue. 
Oh, yeah. And then this Blondie freaks the fuck out. Like, get away from the door. She pulls yeah. out the, her gun, just aims it at the door. And they just sit there in silence for like five seconds. And then Blondie goes over and looks through herself. She's like, it's really bad when it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my god. How do you know? <laughs> it's uh, just blue. They keep claiming yeah, she... they don't know that much, but then they just drop random like absolute facts of knowledge like this yeah. is clearly a fact well how do you know that i have no idea and, i and just know it i feel like this this show does a decent job of hiding those holes because like we've watched plenty of shows where like they'll just actually one this um this season there, there was one show where like it would just drop knowledge and you're like well you couldn't possibly know that I wish I can't remember what it is right now but anyway it does a good job of hiding it because if you're if you weren't paying attention I feel like I'd be like yeah I, mean, I don't know she like probably knows blue is bad for some reason I don't know but like they they never explain these details no and yeah. they can't because it would be even sillier though again like the line delivery is terrible yeah, uh, yeah that's it's really what bad makes it great blue is dangerous what blue is bad like show the blue monster or something what do you okay anyway. I will say Looking through people and seeing only one color. Do you guys uh do you know that like spooky tale where it's like a, a woman was murdered in a hotel room and when you look no. through the peephole, it's her red eye looking back. No, because like that shit was told to me at a young age and that scared the fuck out of me. Um, anyway, point being is as soon as I saw the the blue thing looking back through the peephole, like that can be a scary moment. It wasn't here. <laughs> it could yeah, be they, like if an eye was just looking at you. <laughs> it, they show it to you too. It's like yeah, it's, it looks like they, a fucking it's just blue. It, and it's like okay, and then it's like it can't. It's not threatening in any capacity. No, the only it's reason just the it's color blue. <laughs> yeah, the only reason we would know that it's threatening is because they expressly tell you. Yeah, okay. and then yeah. the other thing is it's a hard cut. So you for a second there you don't even really understand what's happening. Right. So you're like, wait, wait. Yeah, because if, if they don't tell you it's scary, it's almost like a Howl's Moving Castle moment, you know? Yeah, a little bit. I don't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't land, and it's just fucking no. hilarious. No, and then uh, you get the Makarov line, and it makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because she, she pulls out the fucking gun again. <laughs> yeah, that's where she drops my favorite line of the show. <laughs> uh, it's just a Makarov. Uh, just a Makarov. It's fucking chill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, so they leave this apartment and they go. I believe this is where we uh, meet the new character, which is jumps a little... into the second episode. Yes. And you yeah, meet yeah, the yeah, first yeah. new character. Yes. I think the blue thing was in the second episode. Nope. It no? was in the first episode. Oh, God, End of the first. Anymore, oh, okay. So, yeah, they go they go to see uh, the person who Blondie says she has been selling the cubes to. And it turns out to be like a lolly Alex Jones. Yeah, you knew it would be. Too. <laughs> I, I just like that phrase, lolly Alex Jones. Oh no, please <laughs> don't enter that into my lexicon. She's, ju- she's just she's just a person you. who uh, clearly just researches internet rumors on the internet. Yeah, and lives like a neat. And then because these people go to the land of the internet rumors. Uh, they and they bring back artifacts. She studies them, but she's not a scientist in any capacity. She and says she is, but she says she's she is, but really, she doesn't. Like, yeah. what? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with it? How can you study yeah. it? You're gonna do yeah, some exactly. tests where you like no, hit I it with agree. a tiny yeah. hammer. There's nothing for you to do. 
Yeah, she just lives in like a, an old decrepit house and then just buys these cubes. I think she's just building something yeah. out back. And I guess she's kind of rich because she does actually pay them. Yeah. And I don't but, understand but why. Did you notice where she gets the money from? Under the table. No. She, she has it taped under her living room table and yeah. then just yanks it, it off and hands it. It's them. like a dead I, drop for her. Yeah, it it's doesn't so make a lot strange. of sense. So it doesn't make any sense. If you're associated with the uh, criminal underworld, uh, you do stuff like that where you try to intentionally hide the money so that if someone comes and they try to hurt you, then they can't find the money themselves. But taping it under the desk is not good enough. No. It should be in a safe. Like you got a little desk safe. And every time they're like, okay, here's the deal. Okay, I'll get the money. And you open up the thing where at the very least when you see that they have what they're going to give you and then you trade. But like... The the assumption is that she's hiding it under there because it's supposed to show that she's suspicious or like a kind of shady character, but it also makes her seem like a fucking idiot. And when you combine that with the fact that she isn't a scientist in any way and her research doesn't seem to make any sense, that's when you really get the big Alex Jones vibes. Like this person has no idea what they're fucking talking you know, about. That or maybe like even a Joe Rogan where they're just like, yeah, I, I kind of just exist in a space and uh, people talk to me, and I, I make a lot of extrapolated decisions from that point. And then yeah. someone brought, like, you know, brought this woman a shiny object, and she was like, "Well, I have to know what this is. I just got to buy as many of these as I can." And then eventually, they'll like soak through my skin, a la like Gwyneth Paltrow style. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he'll just know. Well, in this case, she'll know. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll collect enough tchotchkes for his desk. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll merge, and we'll have like a Doctor Who episode or something. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, uh, I don't understand the purpose of her character in any capacity. No. Because uh, she also know. doesn't know jack shit about yeah. the, yeah, the other Literally side. Literally not it's, at all. And like, she's never been there. So, yeah. She's it's never almost been there. like plot yeah. level or plot hole level of like her being ridiculously not needed because she doesn't know things and has to ask like blonde. Yeah, it's like, it's like somebody writing a research paper about like a different country without ever having visited, like just going off secondhand knowledge. Like, I, what is the point of that? You know as much as I do at that point, right? Yeah, yeah you're, it's you're, um, you're trying to it, learn based on the souvenirs that you have other people buy for you. You know what it is? It's it's what they did with um it's what they did with Norse mythology where like um they, it was that one I think it was like a friar or something took the stories of what people wrote about and then wrote his stories about what he thought the original stories were about like after it was like 300 years after the Vikings were long dead like after the mythology was long dead so like you get all this weird shit and who knows if it's accurate like no one yeah. knows don't tell people with uh, Mjolnir tattoos on them, though. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll make sure I don't mention it to all those white supremacists that use yeah. the symbols, too. It sure would be a shame if it turned out uh, everything they knew was a lie. Oh, that was my one CPAC meme, by the way. You guys asked earlier. Someone asked. Oh, it was our, it was our producer that asked me if I'd seen any good CPAC memes. There's uh, one of the stages looks like a, um, like, a, like, a, like a Norse rune that the SS used to put on everything, which was pretty tight. I'm sure they didn't mm-hmm. do it on purpose, but what if they did? Hey, man, geometry. Anyway, do my so, Joe Rogan uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So they meet this new Lolly Alex Jones, and then she's promptly basically dropped from the story. So uh, they, they resolve to go back to the other side, and this is, I believe, where Upside Blondie down. maybe, uh, yeah, 
whatever. This is where Blondie explains why she wants to go besides money, which is she had a friend who got lost in the dead zone and she wants to find her. Yeah, right. Um, and then that gets dropped. I think th- they well, go into I, the... It didn't exactly get dropped. I mean, I, I think well, that's going to become a bad... It's kind of been dropped, but well, they go no, back... It, it it's was, been dropped yeah, so anyway. far. Okay, whatever. I don't So care. they go back to the, the Shadow Realm, and they're wandering around... Phantom Zone. Yeah, the Phantom Zone. Dead Zone. The, the, what, what was the one in Danny well, the, Phantom, the ghost world? The, the ghost yeah, zone. I don't know. Well, Fan- Phantom Zone is from uh, Justice League. That's the one ah, where Superman yeah. sends everybody that's evil. Just You're right. sucks them up in that. a Phantom Zone box. Danny yeah. Phantom was the ghost zone. The ghost zone. So Ooh, then there's the chalk zone. Rudy's got it. Oh, the hell was chalk wait, What is the zone. chalk zone? Oh, we know. I do. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Dude, <laughs> the world forgot about chalk zone, and now the world remembers. Wow. We're having, now we're the like world a, will real, forget like, nostalgia again. Nostalgia reference heavy episode. This is like it's like a real Zen place for just like '90s and '80s references. Yeah. Magical zones are well tread ground. I'm just saying. Anyway, so they go back to the other side, and uh, they make they meet a random guy who's wandering around with a backpack and a fucking rifle. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like an AR. And he's just like, yo, what the hell are you idiots doing in here? It's so fucking dangerous. Don't you understand? You could have died. And they're like, what are you talking about, dude? We come here <laughs> for like fun and... And games and eldritch horror abominations and suicide packs. <laughs> we're we're here every day, dude. And he's like, Yeah, well, you almost died. Check this out. And he takes a lug nut and he throws it forward and it just gets disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, these things are all over the place. And he calls them glitches too. Like yeah, he's he calls like, Yeah, glitches. it's a glitch. And you're like, What? It's not I didn't think we were in oh, a computer. You could tell somebody somebody was not good at naming things to call that a glitch because it just doesn't it's not like they're in Code Lyoko or something. There's yeah. no, they're not at a computer. There's no glitch. Well, this isn't the Matrix. It's yep. just, I don't understand. Well, and this is this is one of the rare times where I actually want an anime to talk because like this this anime has done a decent job of not like over expositing. Like it's given us some for sure. They kind of under exposit, but I'll take it as a breath of fresh air to be honest. And that yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at too. Is that like this was a moment where they could have given us exposition. That would have been pretty organic if this guy happened to know and like have a better name for it than just glitches. Um, like he could have said like a, I mean this would be a horrible name, but they're the writers, not right. me. It could be like the cross-dimensional like spot or like somewhere where the planes of existence like bleed over and as Boy, a result, you're like, gonna it just feel dumb because they did give you exposition about the glitches. Yeah, that's exposition. Yeah, I know. I'm saying that the version they gave us didn't actually build the world that much. Whereas, like, they could have given that a name that built the world without actually, like, literally yeah, they, saying they the could world have exposited more poorly, but they still just had a random guy walk up and introduce this shit. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, with I that. Agree it's with still that. stupid it's exposition. Still, it's still that didn't not need good exposition. There. I agree. Especially considering that the second they learn about glitches, uh, it turns out, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Frumpy One and Blondie have permanent genetic mutations. Uh, yes. Frumpy, yeah. Frumpy Girl's right eye uh, now sees the spirit realm or whatever. Yeah. Correct. And uh, Blondie's left hand is spooky ghost hand. Yeah, it's translucent. Yeah, spooky ghost hand. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that is. We're not sure what its powers are yet, but it's definitely well, we know, spooky. Uh, it, no, it can we touch know ghosts. What its powers are. We yeah, know it one of its ghosts. potential powers. Anyway, well, so they. 
this weird shit about the glitches, the second they learn about them, turns out Frumpy Girl's eye can just see them now. Even though they were supposedly all around all the time, she well, never yeah, saw is, them before. Which is kind of bad storytelling when it's they're really walking bad. in a place and she's not noticing these things. And he goes, yeah. that's a glitch. And she goes, yeah, I can see that. What? Yeah. No. But what? And then the next time they're sense. looking, there's like four of them on every yeah, given oh, no, path. Yeah, on every single <laughs> shot, there's like five or six or seven. How did you dodge all these before? Yeah. How, how in the world did you not maybe, hit one? You, you know guys were running around like, here, no fucking holds barred, not giving a shit, and you somehow dodge them every time? You know what? I think it was um, maybe she had just seen like a lot of Star Trek movies, and she like knew about J.J. Abrams and his use of lens flare. And she just knew better than to like look in the direction of anything lens flare. So she just like purposely steered herself away from the little glitches. Well, that would make sense if there was any visual indicator of the glitches besides her ghost eye. That's what I'm saying. She alone has the power to see J.J. Abrams directing yeah, capability. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're trying to do. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, they. They meet up with this guy, and he says he's going to find someone. Uh, I think it was his wife who disappeared mysteriously. Yeah. You get a bunch more exposition about how he gets into the dark zone. Yeah, And yeah. it's like one of those, you know, uh, internet rumor, like urban legend things, where you go to a certain place at a certain time of day, and you, you look through an arch at a certain angle, and you bada-bing, there you go. Uh, and he's got he's looking for his wife. And he uh, is way more crazy than the other two. He's way more crazy, but he also seems to actually have an idea of where his wife might be. True. Uh, because he then beelines in one set direction. And the other girls just follow him because well, wait, it's something to do. They beelined in that direction because he was like, I'll show you where I get in and out of the other side from. And Wasn't then that on one? the way. Yeah, yeah. On the way there is they like stumble on footprints and he totally gets distracted from his original place oh, okay, and follows okay. his footsteps. Okay. So I, I forgot about the footsteps thing. So they follow him into a weird white zone where there's the new enemy villain from Resident Evil, the tall lady with the big tits and the sun hat. Milky Mommy. Mommy Milker, sixty. Mommy milkers, milky mommy. Whatever. Mommy, 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 milky, milky, milky. <laughs> Oh, I believe is her full name. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Hey, that's hey, it. I didn't that's break the game, name. okay? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah, not my fair. fault. Okay, yeah. I, I can't fair. stop what I jerk off to. They made yeah. it. It's not if my it was fault. Any, True. If it was any less mommy milker, she'd be shorter and have smaller boobs. So you got to say however many mommy milkers you need to emphasize how mommy she is and how big the milkers are. Correct. So any, so they, she's just standing there, uh, facing the other direction. And this is where we get a pretty interesting little monster fight where um, I think at this point, the order is pretty disjointed. But the guy takes a step forward and goes, oh, my wife, I finally found you. I'm so happy to see you. And the other girls go, oh, what? Your your wife's kind of tall, dude. I don't I don't know what you think you're going to do. I, you know, she's, I guess she just wants to get smothered in the mommy milkers. <laughs> but... <laughs> He goes, oh, God, I, it was, it's been so long. And then they go, oh, it really doesn't seem like that's his wife. That Maybe something's going on here. And I think it's uh, Frumpy Girl's ghost eye that can see that it's not, you know, it's a ghost. Yeah, it's actually just a whole bunch of logs. 
awkwardly combined together. I didn't understand <laughs> yes, a, what they were trying to tell it's me. It's like one of those Eldritch shrines. Lincoln Logs, okay? It, it, looks, it looks like a Lincoln Log jungle gym, and I, then there's a ghost somewhere in there. I, I, I don't understand. I think it's And one of like, the logs has a face. It looks like the Kirby. Don't ask the, uh, questions. Yeah, the Kirby's Dreamland. It has yeah. a face. <laughs> it's like the tree. Oh my God, you're right. I forgot about that. I, I don't, don't ask understand. questions. Just get scared. <laughs> Just get scared. Tree face. How, how can you be asking these questions when you're so pants-shittingly afraid. Shut up. Uh, so she sees it for what it is and goes, oh, shit, that's that's not a mommy milker. That's a ghost with big mommy milkers. And the <laughs> blondie says, oh, oh, my friend, Alicia Keys, it's you. I don't know why I said Alicia Keys. I, it's you. I, I finally found you. I'm going to go say hi. And she takes a step forward. And then Frumpy Girl goes, no, 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 it's a ghost. You don't understand. And she's grabbing her and trying to pull her back. And then randomly they cut. And it's Blondie trying to pull Frumpy Girl back. Yep. And she real, says, real what, what real. the hell are you doing? That's a ghost. Stop walking forward. He says, what do you mean? I wasn't walking forward. You were. And he's like, nah, you were. Nah, you were. And then I think it's either at this point or slightly before that, the guy just gets eaten by the mommy milker. Uh, that guy's fucking dead. Yeah. yeah, he's just no, gone. no. It was it was before that he got yeeted out of existence. Yeah, he like just, just disappeared. He just gets just erased. <laughs> um, so that happens, and I guess it's at this point the ghost realizes that those other two know that she's a fake, and then <laughs> she, her hair goes all fucking Miss Frizzle, and she starts flying at them really I think angrily. It's just her head flying at them too, or yeah, maybe it is just the head, or maybe it was just a weird perspective. I don't know. Um, but it's at this point they whip out their guns, they pull out that thang, and they start they start rat a tat tatting. And uh big fucking surprise, it doesn't solve the problem, is shooting the ghost. Um but I the 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 system of events is getting real confusing here. At some point they stop interacting with it as a flying lady head and yes, as and it just a pile a of logs. Just becomes a portal. <laughs> yeah, it just becomes a portal. I guess the assumption is that it was it was always a portal, and the guy just walked into the portal. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. No, Maybe. I can see that. that it's makes really fucking sense. weird. And so then they realize it's a portal, and then it's doing bad shit. But now it's not threatening <laughs> in any way, and they can leave. Well, no, but then, but uh, then, then she's then she's like, "Hey, take off that glove that you got that's skin colored to hide your translucent hey, hand," which I don't remember her getting at all. Yeah. No. And she goes, "Hey, touch this." And she touches it cuz she can with her hand and then they can shoot it. And I don't know. Well, no, they have to they have to reach it. in there and grab the lady by her hair and rip her head <laughs> off and then shoot her in the face. <laughs> like in scary movie when that when that lady rips the ring girl out of the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you go? One on one. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. It's like suplexing uh, her behind the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly shit. that. <laughs> so, and then they kill it, and then that's the end. Like that was yeah. it. They kill then, the lady, and they're done. That's and that guy two. is gone. You don't know what happened to him. You don't know if he's okay. He's just, he's just no, dead. He's just gone. He's, I think that guy is. The only, the he's only, spirited away. That guy he went out. He he drops the name of Miyazaki movie. Yeah. <laughs> True. That guy went out like a uh, serious black did. He just sort of like fell through the portal and disappeared. Yeah, a little and bit. See ya. Whoop. Oh my gosh. Like but yeah, a, that was like episode fucking, two. Like, just. Yeah, like a fucking Star Trek red shirt. He was only there to exposit some meaningless information that was then dealt with instantly yeah, uh, without his help. 
and then he just dies to serve to show that it's dangerous. That dude was also fucking nuts. Like the, uh, it, it's not that this show isn't crazy to begin with, but some of his dialogue was just wild. Like, yeah, there's dudes that come out at night and they fucking steal your spouses from your home. And I was like, I don't think that's. No one else has described that as being a problem so far. Most people like choose to come here. I, I think that your wife left you, and that's actually what happened. Well, e- Ethan, this is this is the world where urban legends are true. So technically speaking, everything that he's saying has as much validity as everything else that they've seen already. That's a very good point. Yeah, by de- you know what he's like. Um, it's entirely possible that that is a hundred percent true. There's this character in Magic, and I can't remember her name right now. It's some angel that basically, if you believe that she can do something, she just can do it by default. Uh, oh Niv, my god! It's, it's just the orcs from Warhammer 40k. Yeah, the Let's orcs from Warhammer. Nerdy. Don't answer. Don't answer what it is. Really, don't don't you dare. It's <laughs> an orc from Warhammer 40k. <laughs> It's no, <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. La, 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 okay, la, la, yeah, la. he's pretending not to hear. So anyway, <laughs> the point is that um, it's it's some angel from magic and like um, it's an orc. She eventually someone imagines her just like exploding and killing everyone, which obviously kills her too, which is absolutely hilarious. So technically, with urban legends, anything's possible as long as you tell one other person. It's true, and honestly, what you just described sounds like an urban legend that we will see in other side picnic. Yeah, I hope so. It's kind of sure. dumb. Why not? It's, I mean, it's really dumb. Hey, whoa, hey. Hey, hey, magic lore fun. ain't exactly deep. No, so, and it got way worse recently, too. Oh, yeah. How? Oh, I'm um, like rampant. I don't, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> got him. Get Fuck. fucking shut down, dude. <laughs> I can't believe I'm such a fucking nerd. Ha. Shit. Anyway, let's go back to talking about anime. I, this is the most in-depth synopsis you have ever given in your life. You must yeah, and love now, this. Yeah, and now I want to stop. Oh. I, what happens <laughs> okay. in episode three? I don't even fucking remember. Um, oh, the the they go to the big heads. Boat. The big heads. Yeah, the the dudes from Bloodborne. Yeah, those guys are great. They're great. The little alien guys. So the episode three starts off with them hiding in a hole, going, "Oh my god, it's gonna get us! It's gonna get us!" And they look out through a little slit in what appears to be a wooden structure and a little, a little like, you know how people used to draw aliens where they'd have like really big kind of conical heads and big eyes and then tiny bodies. Yep. It's like that. And it's adorable. They are truly adorable. (laughs) They're Um, the cutest fucking things of all time. And she looks out and that's what she sees. And it's like, Oh, that's not scary. Second cutest only to the lizards from, uh, (laughs) <laughs> if she, that's what we should do. Just Photoshop in the Gibeate lizards instead. What, what are they in Bloodborne, ah. the little dudes? I'm trying to find the Celestial Mob. Is oh, that it? Uh, they, they have a name. No, it's not Celestial Mob. They're Living Failures, I believe. No, 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 not those ones. I'm talking about the ones where there's like hundreds of them. And they're yeah, really small. Living Failures. Oh, they're all Living Failures. Okay. okay yeah, because they, they were experiments by a certain person to try to recreate uh, costs. Bloodborne yes. lore, by the way, is way better than this fucking shit. Oh my god, so much better. Oh, well, uh, mean for sure. So she sees a, a living failure, and he's just the cutest fucking shit of all time. And they, 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 they slink back like, oh, ooh, ooh, chilled to my bone with fear. Uh, she leans against the wall, the wall crumbles, and she falls through. They hard cut back to before they went into the ghost zone. And I forget what we do. I, I I just don't remember. It was a bunch of weird uh, shit in the real world, and I don't care. Well, they do they do the whole elevator scene. 
again. And and then they just go. No, they just go into the world again, and they're looking for Tsukasakisatsuki uh, or whatever. They're just looking for her friend. Right. That's okay. all they're doing. So yeah, they're just looking it, yeah, for. Yeah. So they they show you that, and then we get back to the situation at hand. And they fall through the wall, and they get chased by hundreds of living failures, just like in Bloodborne. And they are adorable. And they're fucking adorable. Can't, cannot stress that enough. And they're turning, and they're shooting these things, and they pop like uh, balloon animals for some reason. Oh, yeah. They, like, I forgot They, about like, that. deflate. I, I guess it's just an anime thing, but, like, they draw their bullet holes, like their entry wounds, as though someone, as a, like you, you had a piece of paper, and you poked your finger through from the other side. All yeah, their bullet true. holes look like the bullet came through from the inside their head, and yeah, their forehead was made out of like paper mache. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not violent in the least. I guess they're going for that PG thirteen rating. So they kill a bunch of them, and then they get away. And I think that was it. I don't remember what else happened. Um. I think I think the, uh, they jump through a shrine and they make it back to the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, get away. They get. They get away and that's it. Yeah, they just escape their random shrine and then they're sitting in an alleyway and they're holding each other's faces, calling each other's faces big or small. That was it. You know what? And I actually, I don't know if it'll be important and if this like will make it, maybe it will be, but um, the ending of the episode, they are in the same alleyway that they were, I think, in episode two when they saw the like three kids run by. I don't know why, but they are. And well, the, the same three kids three, run by. the three kids run by. Oh, it was episode three? Okay. Well, they ended Bro, in the same just, alleyway. Yeah. Great. That I just, was it. Yeah, that's I just, it. That's that's over. Don't let me do that again. I don't know. I, I liked it. You really went into some some good depth. I, I feel like you have a talent for this. Maybe you should do both. Ooh. Oh god. Oh god. I can I can just sit here googling. The the dead zone. All right. Okay. Well, Ethan, why don't you tell us uh, tell us about um, Back Arrow? I loved Back Arrow. We're just gonna start with that. Um, so. This is the one where the like the entire premise of this is the MC comes from outside of the wall. The wall. That was it. That's how. No one on earth can make it fall. So there's a the wall surrounds the entire world, um, like the knowable world, and there are two nations. One of them is based on intelligence and intellect, and the other one is based on like shit. What was, what did they say it was? Oh, valor. That was it. Valor. Um, yeah, I, the opposite of intelligence and intellect is valor. We all know yeah, that. 100% valor. They're foils. So, Shut up. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. No, I don't either. But um, Two sides the of the same coin, fuckstick. We have... <laughs> That's the writer. He, he came in to tell you that. So we haven't seen too much of the, the intelligence nation yet. We've seen a little, but not a lot. Sure um, haven't. No. <laughs> No, we haven't. We haven't seen, seen like, too much intelligence either. Well, that for sure. But um, so anyway, we have seen more of the Valor Nation. They seem to be very like Chinese themed, like the the buildings and stuff like that. How dare um, you? Oh, am I canceled? No, you're 100 percent right. Oh, okay, all right, cool, cool. Um, but like so just anyway, just so, just so it's clear, tr- cancel Trigger, cancel the guy who made it, not me. Wait, Trigger didn't <laughs> make this. No, they did. Remember, we figured that out. The guy who made this was a guy who worked <gasps> oh, on every right. major trigger property. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that that's explains why it's so like much. That's why like... this shit is just Gurren Logan again. I forgot yeah. that that was the case. And like, I came, I re came to the conclusion that I was like, Jesus, this is like just literally a bad Gurren Logan. 
Yeah. And like it really is. So like spoiler alert, it is it imagine Gurren Lagon, but like significantly worse, but still very funny. Like um, Gurren Lagon, I think now has been made almost twenty five years ago. This actually feels like it was made twenty five years ago. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So um anyway, the general plot of these first three episodes is once every so often there are these like special like boxes that come from the wall and land in pretty much anywhere within like inside the wall. And if you go collect the boxes, it's like a loot crate in like, you know, any of those game any of those like battle royale games. If you collect the loot crate, then you can get um like really cool shit out of it. Um the <coughs> one that they focus the most on are they call them bind warpers. Um bind warpers, if you put them on your arm or, or presumably anything, but if you put them on your arm then it turns you into a mech and like you're piloting from the inside and the mech is based like it's supposed to be unique to you but it's based on what your conviction is so like whatever that means <laughs> well a whatever that means but b this show <laughs> these convictions are so weird it brings so, you back it brings you back to plunder doesn't it yeah a little bit oh my god yeah i guess so where I everyone didn't, didn't has a that. has a has a catchphrase that it completely encompasses their their way of thinking, but also it kind of doesn't at all, and that's bullshit. Yeah. So yep. there's there's a female um, like she's supposed to be like a sheriff of a small village, and we'll I'm only bringing it up as an example. We'll, we'll we'll cover her later, but she pilots one of these mechs, and her special ability is like effectively uh, we'll we'll always make do with like what we have kind of thing. I will always bounce back. Yeah, no, yeah, that's better. I'll, I'll somehow make it work. That was it. Yeah, all right. So it's it's whatever. So it's sort of like a plucky thing, right? And um, many times it's like she just can't be hit unless like the plot needs her to be hit to move forward, and then she's totally hit, like being able to be hit rather. Anyway, so that's like the convictions. Like it, it's it's these really weird sentence long, specifically niche things that end up resulting in goofy <laughs> fights. Yeah, th- th- just to just to be clear, you know, you know in high school there were those snap bands, the snap bracelets? Yes. <laughs> so basically imagine that if you had a snap bracelet and when you snapped it on your arm, you would say, "Ha! One in the hands, we're two in the bush." And you turn into a <laughs> tank. <laughs> That's basically his anime. You you snap uh, on a snap bracelet, a gel a gel pad or whatever, and then you turn into a fucking helicopter. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am I'm. want to see one that is just... Just like in Plunderer, where there's a helicopter. Exactly like that. I'm with you. I, I want to find, like, one of these mech people that just uses the back half of a, like, a, of a phrase that people know. So, like, there's curiosity killed the cat, but the second half of that phrase is, but satisfaction brought it back. I want one of them to just be like, my conviction is satisfaction brought it back. And you're like, well, there's no trade-off there. Like, you just... You just sort of like took the good part of the, yeah. Never mind. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I could see them doing it, but um. Anyway, so uh, let's see here. So one of these. My like, conviction is early to bed, early to rise. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go to bed. <laughs> it's, it's too early for this dips. shit. Uh, wow, that's so, a great conviction. Yeah, he's uh, he's always ready for a fight. He never participates, but he's always ready. He always wants to duel at dawn, ass. Some of us are the sleeping. Blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Oh, wow. You know, friendship. You know for sure that like uh, a 
a somehow worse version of this anime that like took itself seriously would do the early early to bed early to rise as justification <laughs> for like how they are an assassin like they just wake up before the duel and murder the person in the bed <laughs> just like walk in with a what gun the and be like fuck? bitch i'm here first yeah, the, the conviction like doesn't allow them to be, the be late powerful mecha owner of all time oh my god <laughs> have... anyway he's nothing, anyway he's a notable quotable machine so <laughs> these um one of these like loot crates i'm just gonna call them that they have a name it starts with an r it doesn't matter so one of these loot crates it's like rioed rorinora zoro sure rorinora zoro interesting are you shirts from this anime yes one of the um one of the loot crates lands in like contested territory essentially between the valor nation and the intelligence nation and uh, it, it it lands in the neutral zone. Remember uh, the Romeo yeah. and Juliet oh, bullshit, that? where there's a neutral zone for no fucking reason. Neutral zone. Yeah, yeah there's one of those another neutral zone. <laughs> so, anyway, it lands in the neutral zone, and they they both get there basically like at the exact same time. But um, the Valor Nation is like basically finds out it's a crate full of bind warpers, and they're like, "Oh, fucking take them! Like this is so cool." The and latest the inter- shipment from God. Yeah, from literal God, just to be clear. But um, so anyway, the intelligence nation are like, we have you outnumbered, and they put their own bind warpers on. But because the intelligence nation are a bunch of fucking nerds, they all have the exact same conviction, and they're like, but sometimes quantity is better than quality, and they try beating up like the main valor general and get their asses handed to them and die. Like there's a, there's a literal line in this where like one of the one of the nerds is literally being killed and he's like no i don't want to die and then he's just fucking explodes <laughs> yeah we, we couldn't we couldn't get that off of the fact that he pops into pixels yeah, yeah he had to say that he died otherwise we wouldn't know so yeah it, it briefly got like serious but then it went back to being goofy um so obviously the valor nation wins and they start like heading for home when they realize that there's a second loot crate that's dropping and um this is when we meet um Valor Nation guy number two, who's like the nerd of the Valor Nation, I guess. He's like he's he's like the the uh, the burgeoning atheist of the group because he doesn't really believe that the wall is literally God. He just sort of like he's like I don't know, I, you know, I I don't really believe in that shit. And then everyone looks at him like, well, we're gonna kill you if you say it aloud. So, well, um, I think it's I think it's more like he believes it all until he's presented with another option. Then he's like, well, you know, I guess I'm willing to question this. And everyone else is like, no, you can't question it. He's like, well, I mean, but look over here. Like, it it says that I can. No, you can't. We'll kill you, burn you in the stake. You're dead. Yeah. Okay, I guess I don't question it. But he secretly does. Burgeoning atheist. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, he is like, I'm going to go collect this uh, loot crate on my own. Uh, well, actually, along with his female sidekick. Um. So they head out, and it turns out this loot crate lands in this village. And this is this village that um, has that sheriff girl that I mentioned earlier. Uh, she has green hair, and her name is Atli. Um, this village is, like, basically living in the sticks of the um, Valor Empire. And, um, well, they say, okay, they originally say it's in the sticks of the Valor Empire, but then it turns out there's actually, like, a very small nation that they live in. It confused the shit out of me, but the important part about this is there's the Valor Nation, the Intelligence Nation, and then some third nation that we're going to spend most of our three episodes in. And they don't, I don't, I think it's Lutoko is the name or something like that. Ludico? Doesn't matter. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah it really right, doesn't though. matter. 
But um, no. So names are irrelevant. They there's there's a decent bit that happens whenever all the villagers find this loot crate. They like they find it, and someone concludes that it must be full of food. I don't understand why. I don't understand how they come to this conclusion, but they do. So they they put wood around this thing. And they decide if it's full of food, then they just simply have to cook it until it literally opens up with, like, cooked, you know, food on the inside, like a big steamer. Again, I don't understand why they came to this conclusion, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Because they're all, like, worshipping it as it's cooking. Like, it's a giant crock pot. It's really weird. Um, During that time, uh, what we will eventually find out is MC pops out of it and is like, hey, fuck you, it's really hot in here. And he's perfectly naked, because of course he is. Um, so let's see here. He's naked. He claims he comes from beyond the wall, but he doesn't actually remember anything. Um, this is around the time whenever, uh, a intelligence country like knight, I guess you'll call him. Like he's sort of like a mercenary from the intelligence nation shows up and is like, I have a mech. And he puts on his like bind warper thing. And he says like, you have to give me all of the really cool shit that you found in the, uh, the loot crate or else, you know, I'm just going to kill you and um they obviously can't do that because it's just some dude so this dude is still naked when the uh the intelligence guy shows up the intelligence like night guy and in order to defend the town green-haired chicky her uh atley is her name again she comes out and is like well my dad was the sheriff and the sheriff passes down hereditarily within this village of yeah, 50 people that's how sheriffs work as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. it's by blood it's not by capability correct this is extremely funny by the way i just want to make it 100 percent clear that back arrow never once is funny ever it's so fucking painfully unfunny that it's actually kind of funny again well yeah it, it's it tries to be funny at times, and it tries to be serious at times. And for me, I thought it was just fucking hilarious. But maybe you didn't, Jay. But No, it's it's horribly unfunny. If I hear one more person scream the word panties again just because they're trying to describe this guy's Speedo that they give him. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, you have to include the where he gets it from, which is the weird part. No, I part. don't think you do. No, okay, I well, don't I'm have gonna, to I'm because it's not it. fucking funny. I thought I it think, was. Yeah, I think I they thought it was. Fu- I think them screaming the same joke eighteen times for and two this episodes. Is what, this, is, this is what happens in a lot of animes that I see: is that they'll think something is funny as a joke, and it could be any media. I'll just point out Japan specifically because I see it a lot. But we'll see a joke, and the joke is that he's not he's not wearing underwear. Okay, and then the next ten sentences, somebody has to say the word underwear and notate that he's not wearing any. Whether it be screaming from 10 feet away, or whether it be telling him, or like like every other joke was, hey, put on some underwear. Correct. It was like, like it wasn't funny to begin with, and now you've told me it 25 times. Now I'm just mad. But that's where I come from. I mean, but anyway, I, can, I agree. Continue. Okay, just to be clear, I don't think that the jokes they were purposely building were funny. I think that they thought these things were funny was funny. Like, the, 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 they like drag this joke out for as long as they did is just hilarious because i think they i I feel like they thought they did a good job that the panties joke is a bad example there is some shit in here that they that does successfully complete the loop this is not one of them the panties jokes are never funny yeah these are just fine the only funny fucking dumb the The only truly funny thing yeah the only truly funny thing about the panty thing to me is the fact that 
Atlee, again, the sheriff's daughter, comes out and says, hey, you know, my dad's dead, but, you know, and I'm taking up the mantle. So until then, you can have, like, his underwear, which is weird that she kept around his underwear and, mm. like, gives, you know, the, the MC what is amounts to basically a Speedo, and this guy, like, refuses to put it on. Like, he, he says, like, I will do it, but, like, is so distracted by the things at hand that he refuses to put it on. And, anyway, yeah, the, that's the it's joke. mostly yeah, it's not a good joke. I just was sort of amazed that they even made the joke of the these are my dad's underwear, which I kept in my like private drawers as his daughter. Pretty sure two or three people screamed that out loud when it happened too. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> just just in case you might have thought it would have been funny because you would have had time to maybe think about it for a second. Uh when she's handing him the underwear, I'm pretty sure no less than two people go, ah, <laughs> yeah yeah very true it's really great i love it. it it really helps make me understand it's like it's like the anime version of a laugh track only it's not even laughing it's just an annoying fucking noise true so anyway she puts on her bind warper because you know her dad left it behind and everyone in the in the village is like no don't do it if you lose you're gonna die and she's like but it's my duty as her uh, as his daughter. Also, I can just take it off. No big deal. Yeah, also that too. We're yeah. going to cover that in a moment. Also, it's it's negated by the fact that I can just take it off whenever I yeah. want. So if you lose, if like your mech is broken while you are in a bind warper, theoretically you should die, just to be clear. But you can also take off the bind warper at any point during the course of a fight, and then the fight, like theoretically, will still keep going, but you will be in your human form. So like that, that tense situation of you dying completely evaporates whenever all of the like mech people watch the transformation of all of the other mech people so like i'm assuming that i could just pull my bind warper off transform back and be like well that was weird and then put it back on and they would just wait for that to happen it's it's very goofy um also her mech has glowing boobs so that's good um and to be fair the eventual mech that mc has has a glowing cod piece so I mean, is like is this just what mechs look like now? Can we talk about the mech design because it looks like fucking Darling and the Franks shit? It definitely yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which also had oh. work from Trigger, by the way. Yes. It did. <laughs> what you don't say? Can't You're saying it. that all of these look like Trigger developed things? That's well, it doesn't. Impossible. It doesn't look like BNA's dog mech. It's got a lot That's softer true. lines, but like That's I don't. True. These things are so fucking ugly. I don't understand. They look so bad. The, I think there's no, one decent either. one, personally. I think the one is um, uh, the like cowgirl chick. I thought hers looked fine. I mean, he was like Lolita. No, it looked like of. hell. It looked like wait, wait, <laughs> you're saying the cowgirl one looked like Lolita. Yeah, it was just like a pudgy like. Um, pudgy. I've seen no, no, this not design not before. not the sheriff one. I'm not the glowing boobs one. I'm oh, talking about you're the. Talking, okay. Oh, you're yeah, you're talking about, about no, the because it has the. No, because she has those same, like, long ear or long hair. Like, where have I seen that before? She looks like God, a fucking it's... Oscar. Oh. Oh, oh I yeah, I can see the Oscar before. comparison. That's funny. Yeah. She's just some gold-plated bimbo with a big fucking <laughs> circle behind her head just in case you wanted the angel metaphor to be forced anymore. Well, that's that's for sure. Yeah, the angel, the angel metaphor happens a lot, especially because mech- they literally put her on the front of a ship. This is one of those things that always gets me about, like, when people are like, oh, man, I love this character's design. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, when you design a character, this this might come as a really big fucking shocker for huge anime fans. Uh, but when you're drawing something, 
part of the reason you draw things certain ways is that you can visually express the themes and the characteristics of the character. How yeah. in the unholy fuck does a giant blue fishbowl looking ash thing uh, in, encapsulate the main character? He looks like he looks like he's. I don't even know. It's like if someone yeah, made a mech out of a waterbed. Yeah, and actually he does bend with like attacks too. It's so fucking stupid looking. I don't get okay. it. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the chicky I was like complimenting a moment ago. Yeah, I, I rescind that. She looks uh, like the <laughs> fucking... Uh... <laughs> I'm glad, Ethan. <laughs> she has, she has a navel, learned. like a literal navel. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Like, what the fuck? Why are you trying to make this thing sexy? It's a robot. Also, it is. It definitely frustrates me a lot that uh, the sheriff, who is like the mild mannered, kind of quiet type, which I hate that I described a person like that, but that's what they do. Like they make her the quiet, conservative kind of lady. She's wearing a mini skirt and the mech, and she has these like giant, like bow ears. And again, her boobs literally glow. I, I just don't understand what I'm supposed to do with that. Yeah, like, it's I, telling. I it's an. It's a great design, Ethan. I don't know why, artistically, the the only thing I could think of when I look at it is boob. So yeah, I can't quite place it. There you I like go. Her hip boobs, though. Her hip boobs oh. are really nice. Wow. Wait, she has a navel too. Hold on. I didn't even yeah. realize that. I, I have to I'm look so like focused on the boobs. Reason. Does the guy well, have a navel? They have to look like nope. people. No, yeah, men don't have. How navels. else can you relate to them if they don't look like people? Yeah, That's midriff true. is only sexy on female robots. <laughs> also, can we talk about what everybody in this town is fucking wearing? Oh, my favorite part. Oh, how like man oh. named Bit is uh, is a seemingly a cosplayer in disguise as an actual tailor, and he's told everyone his tailoring skills are the best they've ever seen. And so he dresses the entire town in cowboy cosplay, and it is the most horrendous thing yeah, I've ever seen. Like people are missing pant legs and sleeves and. Like just he's just going ham with it. Oh, he he basically God. made a cowboy cosplay, and then it, it all got sucked into a lawnmower. And what shot out the other side was what you had to put on. It's oh literally like gosh. that scene in Doro Hidoro where he he got the fucking sexy suit, and it's all these weird independent zipper pieces. He's like, yeah. how the fuck does this go on? Her <laughs> yeah. boobs gonna be hanging out. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good scene. So that now we know who made that suit in Doro Hidoro. It was this guy. So this do you motherfucker like the tricked too? an entire town. No, uh, you don't like the guns. What? No. Are you sure? They can't decide on what they are. They're, no, they're, no, because they're like they're either they're bricks even, that have a sword even, tape to it. Or they, they're not, or they're fun, they're not funny cannon. like McDougal. They're not funny like McDougal. I don't McDougal know. The one weapons. I posted is pretty fucking funny because it looks like no, a suit I think can. It's, I hate them. I hate them so much. No, it's I dumb. can't. You know what? And you know what's even dumber is like those people. So in the beginning battle, you have those people with like what seem to be spears, but they're guns, but they're lances, like all in oh, one. It, like the they have way. a halberd oh, yeah. head, but they shoot, but they're in the shape of a lance. And it makes zero sense. It's so fucking I, dumb. I think you guys just need to expand your horizons, you know? Yeah, I just need to accept that when someone draws something like they're addicted to fucking crack, I should just be like, wow, the character design. He's wearing thylus chaps over half of a pair of pants. You know, for... (laughs) Radical. I'm not about to disagree with you, and I, I don't know why I even phrased it like that. The cowgirl chick, the one that I originally complimented, they didn't even bother to, like, include how her pants are different. 
like she wears i mean they're stupid but she wears like one leg is a short like jean shorts and one leg is a full length jean leg like it goes into her boot so they gave her boots like no doubt the boots are real on the mac but like they didn't even give her the like jean thing yeah I like, don't, they just put the her fuck? in a skirt why are you dressed like an asshole yeah i i don't get who it. fucking ripped your clothes off and then you were just like yeah whatever i'm putting them back on i don't care if three quarters of them are gone yeah it's really weird <laughs> That's all right, so well, anyway, back, all the back hats on look like they're fucking like they've never seen a cowboy hat before in their lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, this and is they've this all is, got those dumbass vests. They're all it's, wearing it's, vests. Uh, it's, it's a classic moment where um, you you did. Did you guys catch where like they zoom out on the town? They show like all 50 villagers. that are still alive. Oh, yeah. And the only ones that have any color on them at all are the main characters. Everyone else is just in like brown. So, and, and I know that that happens a lot in anime. It's not unique to this. But it's normally they don't show all of the characters all at once to have it be so stark because like the rest of them just literally look like dirt. So you just like you don't even see them as people. They're just like background. Anyway, um, so Atlee, the green haired chicky, she um basically mechs up and tries fighting this guy. The problem is, although her conviction is like she can, you know, get out of anything, you know, make do with what she has. His conviction is that he gets stronger the more that someone runs away. Does so, he have a catchphrase? He does. I can't remember them. He does have Wait, a catchphrase. Which phrase. guy? The the like uh, the intelligence nation guy that starts beating up on boob chicky. Uh, the neutral zoners. No, 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 no. no, no. Neutral He's, zone guy, right? He was not in neutral zone because he reported he? back to no because he reported back to the intelligence nation. Oh, what are you? No, what are you, you talking? Are you talking about the guy that said I always wanted to say that? No, I'm not. And he no, says I can't get talking into the, things. No, that's no, the man with a heart full of neutrality. Correct. Yes, but I'm not talking about him. Just to be clear, I'm talking yeah. about the intelligence like fighter that showed up to collect the bounty. The first. Yeah, time. the the green bug looking oh, mech that attacks guy. the town. Yeah. Yeah. What was his? Oh God. What was his? His his conviction was literally like I I those that run away. Oh, those I that try to run away from. No, no. If you make me matter, you make me stronger or something. No, it wasn't matter. It uh, was explicitly the more about you try to away. get away, the stronger yeah, I get. Because it worked like against that. her. Like the, in this yeah. scenario, you have um, it's the exact opposite of like uh, what happens when an unstoppable force meets an unmovable object. In this case, it's what happens whenever something that always chase can never catch. Like it, it, it for some reason he just beats her. In like an obvious, decisive way. Yeah, he just because, punches like, her. It has nothing to do with either of their things. No, originally, like she keeps dodging, and whenever she dodges, he gets stronger. But like theoretically, if she has something that says "I will always make do," it's weird that she can suddenly not make do. I mean, it's like yeah. it's just a stupid paradox. It's almost like their stupid ass catchphrases shouldn't even be there. Yeah, no. it's almost like it's meaningless drivel. Almost. Almost. Not quite, though. Just almost. Almost, but it's by trigger. Uh, you must like it. <laughs> Correct. I do. Well, it's it's by trigger. I like. obey the trigger. Uh, sorry, I BNA is canceled trigger. due to racial instability. No. Uh, uh, you must hate everything trigger does. I hate the trigger. I'm against the trigger. I'm very triggered well, right now. So MC puts on a bind warp of his own that he finds in the uh, the loot crate. Apparently there was one extra in there. He puts it on and transforms into. Shut up, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Deus ex machina. Hello, yeah, how are you? A little bit. 
Hello. Anyway, he puts on a bind warper and he turns into something that looks like a, a ceramic doll mixed with a fucking hot tub. And um, <laughs> anyway, he starts uh, beating up the dude that is like, you know, I get stronger when you run away. And the reason why is because uh, our MC doesn't have a conviction, which I will give credit to the show a little bit. Like this character can't remember anything about his backstory. Like he doesn't have... Like, he doesn't have his memories. So it does make sense that he doesn't really have a conviction. The only thing that he does want to do is make it back over the wall. So, like, you could say that his conviction is to just make it over the wall, but that's really yeah, fucking Yeah, but that's boring. not what he lives by. Conviction Although, is something you live by. The, the he doesn't live by wanting to get over the wall. That's just something he wants to do to understand who he is. The, yeah. the, the stupid part is that they're like, how can you do it without a conviction? First of all, why does it matter whether he knows what it is no. or not? Not only do it without a conviction, but he's actually stronger than everybody else because he yeah. doesn't have one. Yeah, and it's like, why do you need one? You just put the thing on your arm, like. Well, why no, does... it runs off your conviction, Correct. and then if right, you... but what it does? Why would it matter if you knew what it was? Like the fact that he can't That's tell true. you doesn't mean he doesn't have one. That's true. That's and since really everyone point. else is still just punching and kicking each other as normal, like who gives a fuck what his conviction is? Yep. Yeah. Good point. Like at, yeah, not, at no point have we seen these convictions really mean anything, or have their rules not get subverted instantly? instantly. So who yeah, gives at a the fuck? Very least that. Yeah. I do oh, love I that the rules are immediately broken. Like they're it's, like, well, you so can't stupid. hit me. I I can't get hurt, and immediately gets hurt. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. So good. And then this man walks in, and goes, "I have no conviction. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you." Uh, what? I'm gonna punch you. Okay. Well, I I punch you back. Oh, I lost. Uh, I lost. Well, that's because I had no conviction. My conviction. I was made out of jelly. I'm gonna punch you. What? Your your body's like rubber somehow. Yep. Okay. Unfortunate. I also, also like how during one of the fights he picks up bit and he just chucks him into the gloop that's part of his mech. Yes, without. He does. Without understanding whether or not that cowboy kid would just die in there, he's just assuming you can just store a person inside whatever that was. Well, God, if this was so Trigger, dumb. then it would be, like, acceptable because you just would be like, yeah, all right. Like, they're purposely doing this. They're like, no, fuck he, it. We won't even make the rules. But He pulls him back out, and he's all goopy. Mm. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Slimy. Muy bien. Like goop. All of us just, like, leaned into our mics to be like, oh, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's what Goop does to the average man. That's true. I'm big fans of Goop over here. I challenge anybody out there to not be Goopified. I mean, just like uh, just like the edited version of Wet Ass Pussy, it's uh, Wet and Gushy. I think it's Wet and Gushy, Mm -hmm. right? Or uh, Blue Ass Goopies. What? Blue. That's because the color of the Goop. It was blue. Oh, okay, got it. Anyway, so um. (laughs) <laughs> the uh, bad guy gets beaten up by good guy, um, and the bad guy's bind warper breaks, but he doesn't die, and he like flees and runs back to his home. Um, then the uh, the anime gets his title because one of the villagers is like, "Hey, you're kind of like a like a like a like blunt a- arrow." He's kind of like a fucking uh, idiot. No, he just calls him a fucking idiot. Yeah, he calls him a blunt arrow of a man or something with with no no shirt on his back. Just to be clear. And he goes, that's right, I'll be called back arrow. No, 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 no. I think this is is an anime pun. Specifically, they call him a bakaro, which is 
idiot. It's normally oh. translated as idiot, except it probably, when translated literally into English, means blunt arrow. But they're calling him a fucking idiot, and he doesn't know what it means. Bacaro sounds like back arrow in English. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it. It's there just a go. fucking pun. Wow. It's so fucking dumb. Wow, that's really obnoxious. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. That's all that happens. They call him an idiot, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I'll be called idiot. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm an idiot. And they make it okay. the name of the show, idiot. Uh, speaking of uh, idiot, by the way, do you guys did you guys catch what the title of the first episode was? Idiot. Oh. To live or not to live? It that was, the why does that the spaceman was... need panties? Yeah, do guys it... from the sky have undies? Is it is it Space Dandy the sequel? Dude, no, he fucking don't they even. fucking dressed his ass like Space Dandy. They gave him a dumbass vest with a little gold star on it. What the fuck? <laughs> so let's talk about episode two. Uh, he still refuses to wear underwear, which is obnoxious. He just walks around um, naked. He's loud and he, well, for a little bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he puts on the uh, the bind warper and starts running towards the wall and realizes like he can't make it and he gets really tired. Um, he, he realizes it's more than 100 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he ran for, they said Four he ran hours. for five hours. Uh, five. Yeah. Five hours that man ran towards a wall. And they then got no randomly, closer. he's just back. Yeah, eventually he gets back. But like first he talks to the white-haired guy from the, uh, from the Valor Nation. From, just say China. No. Yeah, from the Chinese nation, essentially. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, while he's talking to him, uh, there's a decent joke, which I I f- thought was fine. I'm sure you're the only one who finds it funny. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> basically, the, the white-haired guy is explaining how tall the wall is and is like, you know, I am basically 1.8 meters tall. That thing is like 6,000 meters tall. Do you think you can possibly jump 6,000 6, of me or whatever he says? And um, that's whenever, like, MC turns and looks at him and, like, punches him out of the blue and like punches him only like a few meters. And he's like, well, no, I guess I can't. And, um, there's a line after that where white hair guy is like, well, okay, we're going to keep working together, but you boy, boy, you have a unique style of communication, which like got a chortle out of me. Apparently Fuck no you. one else. No, Good for you, no Ethan. one else. Good for you, buddy. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, so anyway, he ends up back at, um, he ends up back at the village. Um, there's another joke where um, he is, like, getting water from the well, and one of the kids is like, hey, we're going to play a game where basically we throw a fucking piece of wood at you. And he's like, okay. And they throw the wooden log at his head, and he's so dense-headed that it, the log just splits in half when it hits his head. And the kids are like, what? Wow. Well, no, they knew it was going to happen. They did it on purpose. They knew that they would. I don't well, think they, didn't they think knew it was going to split over his head. They just assumed they'd hit no, him with a log. Hey, dude, can you chop this? You're the chopper. And they throw it. <laughs> you the chopper. Chops it. <laughs> you the chopper. Get to the chopper. That's what I got to say. So, uh, anyway. Chop him when I motherfucking drop him. <laughs> so, um, this is the only time we actually see the Intelligence Nation. We flash to it, and basically they're explaining that the bind warper breaking and the pilot surviving is weird. And then they are like the, talking to the princess of the Intelligence Nation. She's like, I want world peace. And they're like, well, that's nice. Go and then away. Basically, that's it. <laughs> Get out. Um, the uh, I think it's the intelligence nation gets a hold of the like third nation that we've been like sitting in that the village is a part of, and is talking yep. to their president. And the president is like, 
hey, you know, what do you want, you big bullies? And the intelligence nation is like, uh, we want specifically the thing, that person, and if you don't give them to us, we're just going to, like, rain hell on your nation. So, you know, you should give them to us. Which we could have done at any time, and it's very unclear as to why we haven't done already. Correct. So, yes. As per anyway, usual, the neutral nation is just there for some reason. They um they send out the uh the neutral nation sends out their like one and only mech guy. They happen to have like one on like retainer. One on tap. One on tap. They send him out, um, and Atlee, the sheriff, tries fighting back again. Um, but the problem is she uses a whip, and this guy Ooh, wouldn't you know it? He is a uh, his conviction is, is I don't get roped into things. Exactly. Hey. So um, hey. she gets her ass whooped by using her whip against her, and he bounces her between his hands so much that you zoom inside and you see her boobs distorting from how much she's getting bounced around, which is ten out a of feature. ten. Very good. Um, disgusting. Anyway, this is when we get some more Deus Ex Machina, where there is actually a second bind warper in the loot crate that our main <laughs> mm-hmm. character came now, from. Now, this is unintentionally funny, because she's just digging through the fucking thing. She's like, there's got to be another one. There's got to be. And it's like, no, why would there be? She's just dug through <laughs> it like 10 minutes ago. Ah, there's another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got another freaking sword. <laughs> yep, she just pulls oh, it out. I'm sorry. I'll, you have a gun? I'll put oh I'll put down my bind warp. I'm putting down my bind warper. I'm put. Aha! I got another fucking bind warper. You fucking bitch. Well, it doesn't matter anyway because she's a woman and is not capable of fighting. So she puts on the bind warper and true. literally she's so dummy thick she falls through the earth. Mm-hmm. Um and like actually falls through the earth. You don't see her basically till the end of the the episode. Um. So anyway, there's that. Um, the um, that's actually like pretty much most of. Oh well, MC wins. He like he beats the dude. Like he puts on his bind warper and he he wins. Um, episode three. Um, they it f- turns out that there was a giant fucking ship that it they was call the a dreadnought. USS Yamamoto. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so there's like a, a dreadnought apparently <laughs> under their village, and um, what's a dreadnought? It's a giant ship that looks exactly like the giant ship featured Hurts, in Garen Logon. Is that the joke? I don't know. Wait, I think I missed it. what does it do? It, it exists. I, I, I don't, I don't so far, you know it what? exists. Ethan, I, I see your problem. Your giant dreadnought, your piece of killing machine, your, your giant fortress of steel, it's missing its key component. It doesn't have a literal woman... Stick to the top of it <laughs> yeah. as a figurehead. Yeah. How is it supposed to run? It's not able to run without us being oh, able to have uh, something to gawk at at the front. What is that, what is that thing called on an actual ship? A, a figurehead. Is a it really? Okay. Yeah. I never knew it was called that. So, yeah, just to be clear, so. everyone, like on the front of like, you know, the uh, the Victorian era ships, you know, the big wooden ships, you would put like a mermaid or like a pretty woman or whatever, and um, you would carve it into the ship. That is exactly what we have here. That's pussy the... shit. Theirs are fake and made out of wood. Ours Correct. is real. Made out of fucking steel. We just tied uh, a real goddamn woman to the front of the ship. And it, that's where the cowgirl went. She fell through the earth onto the front of the ship, 
and it turns out that all you needed to move this dreadnought ship was just stuffing a woman on top of it to act as a literal figure. She was about to fight Ethan, and then she fell to the ground, and thank God, because she found out her true position in society. As a tool? As a literal object to be mounted to the front of a piece of military technology. And they say there aren't any strong roles for women. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's like amazing because I, I guarantee that whoever wrote this is like, she's important. Without her, we wouldn't be able to yeah, go without her. They've really she, outdone themselves this time. She is literally yeah. the keys that the main character puts in his car to get it going. Without her, he wouldn't have a car. <laughs> yeah. She's literally she's... a set of keys. <laughs> You know, she revs his engine, if you know what I mean. She's oh a my set gosh. of keys yeah. that when you put it into the ignition, it, your dick popped out and fell through the bottom of the car. Like, is, what What the hell is the purpose of this shit? She's just up there. I, and I don't she's, know. she's a fucking big... It's, oh, my God. It's disgusting. It's, it's really bad. This is like I see, like super hexeros level. What the fuck? Uh, so anyway, um, she can pilot this giant dreadnought class thing, and she actually jumps off of it, and it makes it very clear that without someone as the figurehead, then it won't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> it literally won't go anywhere. Yeah, literally. <laughs> without it falls a out woman of the sky. taped to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what oh the God. fuck? How? How do you write this shit with a straight so, face? I mean, the, okay. I mean, the answer you? is. The actual answer is that they thought they were doing something good. Like, especially yeah. with putting a woman, putting two women into mechs, they thought they were doing something good. Yeah, like, we got, we got one yeah. for the feminists out there. We're going to put our woman in a position of power that she can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, um, well, we value moms a lot. That's the reason why we keep them closer to home, taking care of the children. And you're That's like, right. well, did they choose to do that? We don't talk about that. It's convenient that Rosie the Riveter uh, shows up in the 1940s, but as soon as the threat is over, the 1950s roll in, and you better fucking put that dress back on. Yeah, you get back in the goddamn kitchen and take your shoes off. Uh, great. You ain't going so, nowhere. Anyway, fantastic. So, um, they you cut back to the like the Chinese nation, and we're sitting in front of the emperor, and they put on all all the soldiers put on the bind warpers, and they're all perfectly identical. And I love that. And it's definitely not because it was going to be too expensive to make a bunch of them. Nope, correct. Nope, it's not, not that. at all. They could have. They they had so many designs ready to go, but they were like, yeah, but what makes more sense? Them having extremely expensive and creatively exhausting designs, or they all have the same um, lo loyalty as their uh, what is it called? Jeez Louise, I just lost. The it's word. Uh, their their conviction is their to conviction. The their their loyalty yeah, is their conviction. That was it. Yeah, I love it when they're like, "Wow, they all look the same. That's weird." And the emperor goes, "Their loyalty is to me, the emperor. That is their conviction, and it makes them powerful." Like, um, yeah, because they all have the same yeah. conviction, so they're powerful. Now, actually, we just saw a bunch of same conviction guys used lose to a guy who had a different conviction. <laughs> uh, that uh, guy, that last, he's in, that in the fight. room. The guy who beats up those those random same looking mooks is in the room. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's the one that he is the one that says like, "Oh, ours are all the same too." Like you can yeah, hear he, him yeah. disappointed. Yeah, it was so he had such disdain in his voice. He's like, "Oh, that's a that's like, like um oh I made fun of them for that because I thought we were but awkward. they're all the 
Uh, never mind. That's like when General Smedley Butler realized that like he was just a part of an uh, an imperial apparatus. That what was are just... we talking about? Okay. What are you talking? Okay, about? so there's there's a general you, you U.S. Thought, history. You thought Ghost was an alienating reference? Who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we're doing Patrick, a little bit of by history. Patrick Squazy's left nut. Who is that? Okay. <laughs> Gen- okay. General Smedley Butler was a. I didn't general... mean for you to explain it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't want to learn. Okay. You have not read the situation anime. here. All right. Well, look. He's the dude that wrote War as a Racket. He's like actually. Like, he's decently well-known, but whatever. That's definitely all I needed to know about him. I'm pretty sure he's way less well-known than the Colts and McCoys and Hatfields. That's true. So, great. I definitely knew that out there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you really, you know what, Mike? You fucking won. You you, you won the marginal war of references. (laughs) You got turned right, I did. And there are only two judges. The two people who didn't make the reference. By, by the navel of the fucking mechs in this anime, I, I swear, I, I owe you my life, I guess. Good. I consider it done. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just move on from Smedley Butler, someone that's important to someone that isn't. So, uh, yeah, so Atlee wants to set... Um, she wants to set the oh no I, I skipped the part the village wants to turn over the um the MC because like it's actually kind of reasonable because they're basically being wiped out just for having this guy around yeah they and, live um, in neutral land and they barely make it by so like the second somebody shows up with any kind of power uh they got to get rid of him asap because other people are gonna come by and fuck some shit up. I mean, yeah, but yeah. it turns out they could just have live on the USS Yamamoto. True. That's, Good thing so. there's a lady stapled to the top of it, <laughs> and she can't leave. Hey, did somebody walk too far away with my key fob? I mean, did the lady walk <laughs> my away? Key fob. <laughs> my it's car stopped running. Did, is the key fob too far away? I mean, where did where did Jessica go? Where Jessica. did Jessica go? Jessica, Jessica, mount your sweet ass onto my Mercedes Benz, you bitch! I swear to God, I left it in the parking lot somewhere. Can you guys hear it? We're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna tie her to the roof of my fucking Benz like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it's the only so way anyway, it the runs. The wants to turn him over, and uh, Atlee wants to set him free. They do turn him over, and then all of them are like promised to like get a new village that's like a paradise. And because they're gullible and hopeful and stuff, they believe them. Everyone climbs on board of the dreadnought, and they're heading to this new paradise. Um, for some reason. Because this dude is like a perfect simp, the um the asshole like beta MC of this series, which we basically never talked about, he realizes that like, um Atlee hates him because he wants to turn. He's the guy that had the idea to turn over MC, and Atlee didn't like that, so he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just join the military for my nation." She doesn't want me. I'll just go die in Afghan. I mean, die in some other war. In neutral so, wars. Ethan, tell me how you really feel. What? No, no, no. This is no. a theoretical thing. I couldn't believe it when they hooked him up to a predator drone and he bombed a daycare in Yemen. That was pretty nuts. Uh, this episode brought also to you by seemed <laughs> seemed very out of character and plot for that to happen in this anime. <laughs> He has no, to no, maintain no. a ninety percent civilian giant death. Midriff robots. The next shot bit is tied to a drone and bombing Afghanistan. It's amazing that the drone won't run without him tied to the top of it. 
Okay, I'm just saying. It's really this episode, we, we had to do an episode sponsor, guys, and I'm very proud to announce that it's Raytheon. No one is better at murdering children or weddings. Uh, listen, I'm just saying, it's on hey, buses. Hey, we go faster than buses. That's not fair. They're better at killing people. The kids get in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Listen, I some of us like to call this collateral damage um, in the biz. We prefer to think of it as extra lives. Uh, it's like an efficiency thing. No, 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 no. You know? We consider them light cover. And it's our Hellfire a, missiles can go right through light cover. Listen, I'm just saying it's like a baker's dozen of Yemenis. You know, you, you need like 11, <laughs> we'll toss in the extra couple. Like <laughs> the kid is free. <sighs> All right. <sighs> Fuck you, Raytheon. <laughs> Fuck you, back arrow. All right, back arrow. So anyway, asshole joins the military, and they the military leaders are like, hey, um, you know what you could do? Why don't you um shoot this here cannon to a, like to send your buddies off to give them a final farewell? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, well, okay. Oh yeah, I love shooting cannons. Where yeah, did that seems cool. Cannon? How come it's pointed at the cliffside right above them? <laughs> really weird. So oh, he pulls this cannon, weird. you know, like trigger, and it shoots a cannon above the ship, above the dreadnought, and it starts burying them. And that's when it's revealed that oh, the president of their nation is going to try and bury the dreadnought ship. No, um, no. All he those explodes. innocent civilians, you wouldn't. No, they no. wouldn't do that. Uh, again, this episode brought to you by Raytheon. There are yeah. no innocents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are only, <laughs> there are, there are only unlawful damage combatants. damage or your money back. <laughs> In the eyes of Raytheon, everyone's a lawful combatant. That's true. Anyway, so um, they they start burying the ship. Um. I, I will um I will point out that like the idea of why they're bearing the dreadnought actually kind of makes a little bit of sense politically because like it's this tiny nation that probably couldn't fight against the real nations anyway. So like burying the ship and preventing it from getting to other nations means that no one can come collect it from them. I understand this move at least a little. Although that said, like it sticks out like a sore thumb in the middle of this anime, so whatever. Um anyway, anyway, anyway. They uh, don't manage to bury the ship because uh, MC manages to escape his cage with the help of little military dickhead. And um, they unbury the ship, beat up the military, and uh, the military badass that says that uh, he doesn't like getting roped into things gets his ass whooped again. Um, and that's when the Chinese nation basically says, like, go wipe out the village. Like, we, like, cut back to them, and they're like, go go wipe out the village. Yeah. And that's that's mm-hmm. episode three. Yeah. Well, I, well... Was it? Yeah. Well, my, my... My favorite part of episode three was at the end there, when, like, they're on the ship, and he's like, oh, you know, like... um they're like, all right, listen, you can you can live, but like, please leave this place. And the grandpa goes, oh, they're turning our back on us. And then she was like, not well, grandpa. They they never had our back, but this time we're gonna be leaving them. And I was like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they just asked you to leave. Yeah, yeah. But like, this isn't. You don't get the storm out on yeah, us. No, yeah, they, yeah. they oh, asked you to leave. I'm fired, huh? I'm fired. Yeah, well, yeah. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Grandpa, we quit. Yeah, we fucking showed them. Yeah, gonna do that. It's literally that moment. She was like, "Fired? No, I quit." Yeah, uh, got him. Uh, got America. Em. Woo! Let's do it, boys. I didn't hear no bell. They just didn't. They uh, didn't. They didn't uh, pay you. <laughs> I didn't enough. hear no bell. Oh, I thought this was America. I thought this was America. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm just saying they don't pay me enough donuts for this. Land of the neutral. Uh, Raytheon sponsored. Uh, yeah, this, right. this episode brought to you by the neutrality that Raytheon provides. Mm-hmm. If no one's alive, mm-hmm. neutrality secured. True All neutral. Right. Well, that's both animes in a nutshell and fantastically portrayed by both of you. Um, so now it's uh, time to sell me on it. So, uh, Jay, sell me on... Uh, Send me on other side picnic. This please. is this is a tough one. This is a tough one because on the one okay, hand, okay, but you, you know, sell me on other yeah, side picnic. Right. Yeah, that's this what is I your want job. You to do. Jesus Fuck Christ! You. Fuck what you. Of these when do I do? Well, I thought this was America. <laughs> you you <laughs> you vote afterwards. So just sell me fucking, on this, you can't and then vote me. and tell me why it was tough. Don't tell me why it's tough. Give me both sides and give me Fuck your vote yo. before we even started. Yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> Fuck you! I do what I want. All right, just whatever. Just, other other just side defend picnic it. is theoretically going to get even more up its own ass, which means it's going to start having to have an overall plot rather than monster of the week. And one of two things is going to happen: either it's going to try to get super serious and fall flat on its face and be hilarious. Or it's going to just keep middling around, and it's just going to be kind of boring and annoying to watch. That so strong. The defense. only reason the only reason you want to pick other side picnic is because there's a lot of stuff that's getting set up, and theoretically it could be really fucking hilarious to try to introduce like a bunch of new characters to the other side when they start interacting with the outside world. They sort of introduced the potential ability for the monsters to get out into the real world. So, like, oh, there's there's which, a lot of which, places this could go. By the way, that would be one hilarious. of the other funny scenes where I, like, oh, I didn't laugh out loud, but I was like, oh, my God. They're like, so the denizens of the other side, like, they're responsible for sneaking into your world and, uh, you know, stealing your mail. Oh, and also stealing your children. I was like, what? What is happening? Yeah, Why did you say about. mail first? <laughs> yeah. I'm telling lead? you, this guy's actually Why did you bury insane. the lead? You completely buried the lead on that one, buddy. Those motherfuckers <laughs> stole my headphones off my porch. Also, oh, my son. Also they, they kidnapped my grandma, but that's less important. God Those headphones are expensive. Those are $200 bows. Do you know how hard my job is? I need to be able to make it through with those headphones. Uh, this episode brought to you by... Oh, shit. What's the fuck? What's the company Bose, name? Bose. Boeing. No, Boeing. Not, oh, yeah. Boeing. Boeing. Yeah. Brought to you by the people that leave you without ears. Uh, <laughs> that, I don't, okay. So, yeah. That's why you'd want to watch Other Side Picnic. It's like there's the potential there for this to go completely off the rails, batshit insane. All right. Ethan, back arrow. Um, Gurren Lagann Light is great. Uh, You guys seem to fucking hate it, but I thought it was pretty good. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I definitely got some chuckles, but not because it was, like, legitimately funny. Like, the jokes that it tried to do weren't funny. But, like, it is just a very worse version of Gurren Lagann. And, like, Gurren Lagann worked because it had a lot of confidence and because, like, also, you know, a lot of reasons. But, like, this thing is just subpar of everything that Gurren Lagann did. And I have to assume it's going to do ridiculous shit, just like Gurren Lagann does. Like, by the end of this, we could get giant mechs fighting in space, but, I like, it won't be Gurren, so it's going to be bad. Like, I I don't know. I think this anime has a lot of potential, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Fair enough. I don't know. I it, let's see here. If we had to pick a couple of things, 
Uh, first off, just like Gurren Logon, it hates women. Um, except for in this case, it actually gives women a chance to like do anything at all, which means that we're going to get to see a different kind of misogyny, which is interesting. Um, let's see here. It definitely has a power system, and it definitely already is breaking it as much as it can, which I am always down for that. Um, it has amnesia, which means we're going to get to explore this idiot's backstory, which we will all hate, and that's something that's good for the pod. Um, uh, we don't understand the world, and we know that we're going to have to have conflict between these other powers, and we're going to get some really, really like dumb takes about the political structures, which, again, I really like that, too. I don't know. Okay. I think this anime okay. has a lot of potential. Okay. All right. Now, we're going to move to voting, and here's how it's going to go. Because Jay's so impatient, Jay, you're voting less. It's going to go Ethan, then me, <laughs> then Jay. I'm voting back out. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. No. <laughs> no, All right, go we're going to restart Ethan. the pod. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm voting back, Arrow. You're voting back, Arrow? Okay. And for everything you stated, I imagine? Yeah, I mean, I I'll say Other Side had a lot of funny moments, and I think that it's probably the more quotable of the two. I know we were talking about that earlier, but, like, Back Arrow has more potential to go insane. Um, not that Other Side doesn't have potential. I think Jay had some good points about, like, it could just go further up its ass, and we like that <coughs> in an anime. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Back Arrow just... I, I feel like it's got a lot of the qualities that we're looking for. <coughs> oh, sorry. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, all right, I'm going to vote. Um, and I came into this thinking in anime... And uh, then I heard Ethan's speech, and he convinced me to go the I'm other way. I'm definitely voting for other side pick. <laughs> there, it yeah, 100%. <laughs> there it is. I can do no, it. No, I. Uh, oh. So here's why I'm voting for other side picnic uh, because I 100% believe that JW JW brought this to my attention when he was talking. He said um, it's very up its own butt, and I am not comparing these two animes. However, if if other side picnic goes in even the same general direction as it invaded, as in trying to be up its own butt and failing masterfully. If it even heads in the same direction, it won't meet it. But if it even heads in the same direction, I have so much more faith in this being way funnier while not trying to be funny and therefore entertaining than just another Gurren Lagann clone. That's fair. So that's what I think. Yeah, so you're that's taking why the more risky other gamble. side picnic. Look, yeah. if they start suiting up and going on, like, fucking escape from Tarkov raids, we're in the gold. We're in the shit. Because we still haven't seen all the guns yet. Yeah. We have not. So, Jay, that leads us to you. You're the tiebreaker today. So I want to hear why. I want to hear what you're voting for. I want to hear a good reason why. So the real reason that I'm going to vote for Other Side Picnic it has yes. more to do with back arrow than other side picnic. They both have potential to be awful, but there is one very key difference, and that is back arrow is just Gurren Logan, which means we already know what exactly ah. we're gearing up to see. That's I have point. all the confidence that these people are going to just do retread the exact same ground. There's going to be conviction energy and anti-conviction energy and the moon. I, at some point, they got to go into space. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I've seen this shit before. Like, it, it'll have some funny bits, and it'll be incompetent, and it'll be lazy, and there'll be funny stuff. But the, it's not – it's it's tread ground. The, the, the real mystery is in the world of the other side picnic. 
That's that's where you put your money because you're like, okay. oh boy, I can really see this stinking the place up. I agree. You know, I think if you had said that specific part about um, like we already know where Gurren Lagann goes, I probably would have voted other side. Um, yeah, well, that's why I made you vote first. So it's two to one. Nice try. Yeah, bada bing. That's why you let history. me do my bits. Get out. <laughs> I'm like basically Hitler, you know. Like, I just, uh, yeah. all right. So that means, oh, good. Other side picnics moving on. I am not even a fan of like horror genre animes, but this to me is like watching uh, us, the Jordan Peele movie, where <laughs> yeah. it's like, hey, this is a horror movie, and then I watch it, and I go, that was the funniest movie I've <laughs> oh seen God, in a long yeah. time. Dude, I don't start, understand what you meant. It was a horror movie, hitting people off of banisters with golf clubs. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love I, it. I'm in. I'm absolutely in. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, now to called the most shot, fun called part. Shot, called shot. Called shot. called shots. I'm going to start with me this week because we don't. And also because I think I might have gone two for two, depending on if you guys count it. Um, back arrow. Those horseshoes are key to robots. Yeah, that's essentially it. Yeah, so you, uh, you that was a layup for me. Right. That was yeah, a layup for me, but yeah, I, I, I just wanted at least one point. That was it. Now, here is the question. So, other side picnic. Her left hand is the moneymaker. Technically, it's sort of true because she's able to touch the demons and make them easier to kill in certain circumstances. Well, but I think I can't, we're going to I kind of leave it up to you whether or not I get a point. I, I don't care either way. Leave it as I'll a leave half. It to, leave it. Leave it. Leave it up because it's going on. Because okay. the thing is, is that as of right now, her hand has gotten as much use out of uh, Frumpy One's eye. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know whether or not this money thing is even going to continue. So okay, if as of now, I think it's pretty okay to say that the left hand is the moneymaker, like in okay. these three episodes. But if in the next three episodes, they start making money through all kinds of crazy shit, then no. Okay, okay, so, fair enough. So, I, I agree to that. I, I agree to so hold So you off. know what's crazy? I don't agree with that. And the reason why is I just re-listened to that episode where we made our called shots. And mm-hmm. the, what we said was very specifically, the hand has to be directly tied to making money. Not the well, idea yeah, of they kill, use yeah, the monsters. No, no, no. It helps no. kill the monsters. The way we phrased That's it. That's directly tied. No, the way we phrased it was it couldn't also be used to kill monsters. It had to literally like create money. Like it had to, the hand but, literally had to be tied in a one to one connection. I don't think I said it money. couldn't kill monsters. It had to literally create money. I'm going to go back and listen to that episode because we well, were I'll very listen to it specific. again. That's fine. I'll go back and listen to it. Because if I said both of those things, it doesn't really make much sense that, that it can't. Like, it, killing monsters is how they make money, so then it kind of would contradict its own self within that statement, would it not? Well, we you were saying, saying when we were discussing like, it, if and killing again, the Wiggle Waggles makes them money and the left hand helps them kill the Wiggle Waggles to make the money, that's a direct tie, okay, right? I am pretty confident that we literally had this discussion during that episode. Right, no, 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 I'll go back count. and listen. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying... If I did say it the other way around, then I would be confused. So we'll come back to it next week. All right. Put, That's put fine. a pin. Yeah. Pin in yeah. It. Put a pin in it. I'll leave it up like Jay said, and we'll figure it out from there. But anyway, I got a point. That's all that really matters. Um, we'll go up to Jay. Jay, what did you have for back arrow? Let's see. Uh, Katana doesn't get used. Has not been proven yet. So we're going to leave that up, and somebody's going to have to go through all these episodes and find out. Yeah, uh, I'm so, fine with not having it. I don't even. Watch you don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, I, I'd rather lose the point than watch any more of that shit. Okay, fair enough. What the heck just happened? Uh, and your oh other one God. was uh, no, that there'd be a all, shotgun side. I'm pretty science. sure they're not going to commit crimes like Point Break and Wave. No, yeah. no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> 
I want it to happen, but I That's don't think it's happening. That's a magical idea, but it's uh, not going to happen. Other side picnic, shotgun silencer. We'll see. That still hasn't yeah. been there yet. Yeah. So it's still we'll got see. a chance, and, buddy. And considering the Makarov was 110% on, <laughs> I think we're getting uh, yeah. set up for some pretty uh, good shit. I hope so. <laughs> also, your dark horse is still very much alive, but oh, your yeah. winner is oh, not. Oh, your GW. winner back arrow. Let's get that out of there. Jeez yeah. Louise. Yeah, get out. <laughs> Imagine thinking that was the spiritual successor to Sorcerer's Stabber Orphan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, was I wrong? So, uh, just watch season two. <laughs> so, Back right. Arrow, I have uh, Attack on Titan reference. I do not think we're getting that. No, no, I don't think so either, which is so shocking because that's literally what they set up. And then immediately, no. so we'll mark it off at no. If you want to watch a lot of it and find out, feel free. Uh, Oh, whoops, that was the wrong thing. Sorry. Well, here's the I problem. Did. If I watch more of it, then I might accidentally give the katana point to JW. So, like, yeah, you know, it's, you it's a real that. trade off. Um, <laughs> I think the katana gets used. Uh, based on all their other stupid weapons they use, I don't think there's a way that the katana doesn't get used. Because it's, it's like Gurren Logan. Yeah, exactly. I think it gets yeah. used. Um, all right. Um, and then, uh, other side picnic, I had um, Stranger Things with Guns. Which um, I mean, you're, you're kind of on track for that, right? Yeah, so yeah, far, I'm not getting, off. Yeah, I'm not ready to give it to you yet, but no, I no, think no. that at the end of this, you might be just be awarded that point because we're kind of there. But I want to see a little more before I give you that one, if that's fair. Oh yeah. But I yeah. think that's uh, that's definitely on the horizon for you to actually. Is that would that be your first point? Probably ever. Yeah, yeah that'd be my first point ever. <laughs> see, the problem is oh. I just go way too far on my called shots, and I'm not going to yeah. stop. I love the called no, shots. No, don't. Section. I think it's hilarious. Like, all right, so that uh, that uh, that gets us through another great week. Um, oh. Next week is Wonder Egg, which is let's see let's see what we were promised from Wonder Egg. Promises to be the next art house film. Okay, picked by JW. Fair enough. Uh, verse Kimono G Hen. I forget what this one is about. Oh, this is the one. Uh, correct tonality and correct culture use. Oh, this is the one right? that's like everything is a monster. That that like yeah, he walks yeah. in. Yeah, everybody's a monster. That that's the that's the thing. That's right. Every, no, everybody's a. Oh, what was that stupid word they used? Yeah, they Kimono. Used Kimono. Kimono. Oh yeah, kimono. That's kimono, right. Yeah. It's just kimono. Everything's a kimono. Kimono. Uh, kimono. Think jackalope. Think, think <laughs> chupacabra. Think <laughs> ghost stories. Yeah, kimono. They're all kimonos. Kimono. I think it's, it's a kimono. Free kimonos. Uh, so next week we have Wonder Egg versus Kimono G Hen, and that'll wrap up the first round of this wonderful anime podcast. I think this is a really solid season so far. Yeah. So I'm excited for next week. I think this is uh, probably the most balanced season we've had so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have the first and second seed moving on, but now the sixth seed moving on. And so who knows who will win in the four versus five? We'll find out next week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we hope you come back next week. Uh, first three episodes of Wonder Egg versus Kimono G Hen. We'll see you later. <laughs> Keep up! Remember? Get the shaman!